Uh, we do this thing called jazz hands. Here it goes. You got to do this. Come on now. Okay. Let's get those jazz hands going. There you go. Skip's tactical jazz hands. That's that's a beautiful jazz hands going right there for you. Thank I almost you. hate to go to Babyface's jazz hands. Come on. Oh, my God. My apologies to Babyface. <laughs> and then my apologies to my jazz hands. We are live. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on tonight. Oh, you know, bringing the ladies. We should have called this ladies week. Yesterday, we had Lucretia. We'll talk about that in a second. Tonight, we have the lovely Skip's Tactical. Avery, she's here from Skip's. Uh, what is it? Skip's Tactical Solutions? Yes, sir. There you go. Boom. There she is. Uh, lovely uh, young lady that's uh, serving in the Air Force, right? Yes. Oh, nice. Thanks awesome. for your service. Thank you. Yes. Right. And you're active duty? Yes. Okay. Very cool. And you are training people. Oh, yeah. Right. And you're also in Florida. Oh, man. Even better. <laughs> How much, <laughs> much more awesomeness can we do? How much more awesomeness can we do? And this is episode uh, 325 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Welcome to everyone out there. If you're not subscribed to the Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded, that is the channel that you are watching, listening to right now. Please do subscribe and then ring the bell all that kind of good stuff. That's how you get notified if you're not getting notified. We got to build up our numbers. We have to bring this to the masses. So pretty much so that more people can be mad at me. You know, <laughs> that's how we got to do it. Uh, Babyface is here also. There he goes. Yep, yep, yeah. sitting in. Keeping it I, I didn't get to watch the show last night, so I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, you should watch the show. You should watch I, the show. <laughs> was, I missed out, clearly. Yeah, Avery, did you uh, did you watch maybe a little bit of it? I did watch a good bit of it last night. Okay. What do you think? I thought it was a really good episode. You did? Okay. All right. Yes. Cool. Going, you're going just right down the line. Very good episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, whenever Lucretia, we had Lucretia Hughes on last night for anyone who didn't watch. Uh, whenever Lu Lucretia comes on, it's like everyone goes 50-50. So you have <laughs> people who love her, people who hate her. People fight with her. Lucretia basically just no matter what comment you make, you can make a nice comment to her and she fights with you. <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah. So uh, it was it was real crazy. I know I got some uh, feedback from folks out there. There were some people saying that there was there were a couple of things that she said and I didn't fight her enough on it. Uh, for example, <laughs> she said she didn't give a she didn't really care about um the bump stock ban that didn't Oof. that doesn't make her mad at Trump or anything like Oof. that. So, and oh, so I you did, had you had Walter on with her too, right? Yes, yes. So you just, you were just gonna get double teamed if you tried going up against. Well, no, against I'm not. A, well, first of all, let's clarify that I'm not afraid of being double teamed. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on who's doing phrasing. the double teaming. Yeah, yeah, I know phrasing. I know I get it. Um, I I thought about that before I said it. I'm not afraid of that, but Walter as we all know, famously was eating and enjoying oh, the course. show. Yeah. Walter, like for us, Walter was felt like probably like this was a fireplace and he was just going to enjoy his meal <laughs> and, and, and let Lucretia just go in on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Who? 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 Like yeah. Uh, Lola says that Lucretia is like Trump's Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. So so when she said the bump stock thing, I did push back on that. But there are people because from from our point of view, we talk about this here all the time. That's one of my problems that I have with uh, the Trump administration. 
Okay. And I'm, I'm a like not one inch person. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that I think you and I are in the same boat there. Yeah. And we say that here all the time. We say that here all the time. I don't know if you can talk about where you're at on the whole bump stock thing. Avery, where are you at with that? Yeah, I definitely don't agree with it. Okay, cool. So, um, you know, people felt I didn't push back enough, but uh, let me explain something about Lucretia. You guys can go back and look at that thing. She does not care what you say. (laughs) She insulted everyone yesterday. (laughs) Everyone. She started off the show by insulting Indian people. And she's made it specific. You know how we always have that conversation about how I'm partly, you know, my my genetic makeup or whatever. I consider myself a black person. But, you know, I am mixed. So she went after Indian people and she specified not not the feather, the red dot kind she doesn't like. Um, I think we were talking about one of the congresswomen. uh, What's her name? Uh, Oh, the one that's in the news. Uh, Ilum? No, no. We were talking about Kamala Harris. Oh, Kamala Harris. Okay. Yeah. So she went right in with that. And then I was like, hey, you know, I'm like. You know, I'm I'm half Indian or whatever, and she was like, "Yeah, forget you too." Then she, uh, said, then she said, "I wasn't black because I was mixed." You're uh, oh, what is it? What's that phrase? It's not punk. It's a, uh, it's like the like like. Uh, oh God, I can't think of what you well, told me. You told me part of your family comes from like the oh a thuggy, a thuggy. A thuggy. That's it. That's yeah. it. Thuggy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She didn't want to hear any of that, and that's the point I'm making to you guys. She went right in. You know, she went right in after anyone who was not from America. She doesn't care. I told her. Oh, by the way, Lola. Yeah, I was like, Lola's not from America. She does not care. So the thing. <laughs> wow. The, the point I want to make to people is that. When, you know, and I like I like Lucretia. I like having her on. It's a different point of view. You guys get to see that. Some people agree with exactly where she's coming from. Some people not coming from that direction. It doesn't make any sense for me to get into a deep argument with her about that because what, what's it going to do? You know? Yeah. So I did it. But I did think that it was a good show because you guys get got to hear it. Excuse me from her gotta, from her point of view. You gotta have the, the wide spectrum of views on this show. We can't have the same thing every night. Yeah, and there's no <laughs> point. Uh, there's no point like beating beating her up about it either, right? Oh, I don't so. think you're gonna change her mind about anything. It didn't seem. <laughs> no, especially not when it comes to Trump. Yeah, yeah. I saw. So, so I just went and looked at. I just went and looked at her like the the screenshot from the episode last night, and it was like plastered everywhere in her in her room. Oh really? She had, she oh, had yeah, Trump, Trump signs. Yeah, yeah. Trump oh yeah. Shirts. Like she's a hardcore fan. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys want to, if you guys really want to fight with Lucretia, I'm sure she will be happy. Please go over to her social medias or whatever, and just go at it and whatever. If that, if you get any kicks and enjoyment out of that, if you want to, you know, get whatever revenge or payback, whatever it is, go over there and do it. Tonight, though, we do have Avery. She's from Skip's Tactical. She's on here. We're going to focus on you. <laughs> We're going to focus on you. We'll see. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see, like, if we find anything to fight with you about. So, I don't know. I'm pretty easygoing, so I'll be like, okay. <laughs> okay, cool. So, we'll, let's, let's start this off with explain to the folks out there who you are and what you do. Okay, so my name is Avery. And I am the owner of Skip's Tactical Solutions. I am a firearms instructor and I am out of Tampa, Florida. I have been teaching firearms for 10 years to service members. And almost a year ago, next month, 
I decided to start my own business and to share my skills with the civilian community. So Mm -hmm. I started Skip's Tactical Solutions and I started it because um, there's a lot of people who need quality instruction and they want to feel like they can really relate to the instructor. And I can relate to a lot of people. I'm a mother, I'm a woman, and I'm just average. So I decided to start a business and share my skills. And I do have two children and Parkland was very close to home. And I felt like I needed to just educate the community more on how to be safe with firearms. Okay. Very good. Okay. Uh, uh, Quite a few things in there you want to unpack. Um, First of all, so Babyface P is very happy that you're from Tampa because he's from Tampa. That's where I'm from. Yeah, is that where you're from originally? Are you original? Tampa girl? No, I'm actually originally from North Carolina. Oh, even oh, okay. Yeah, Babyface <laughs> is a Tampa girl. He's a Tampa I'm, girl. I'm a Tampa, oh, there you go. Tampa girl. <laughs> and, uh, and I love North Carolina. That's my, my second favorite state. Yeah, so there you go. You got him. You got him coming and going. <laughs> Coming and going. Okay. Um, so, and then you said you're one of the things I want to take exception with immediately before anyone complains about it. You said you're average. I don't think you're average. You're, you're serving in the Air Force, right? You know, you've been training people for 10 years. You know, you're a woman. You're, you're a very nice, attractive uh, young lady. Um, do you ever, obviously you're qualified. I think you're probably more qualified than we are. But uh, do you ever get the uh, we've and we've talked about it here before. Do you ever get the gun bunny stuff coming at you? Um, when I first started my business, I kind of had some of that. I would have people reach out and they're like, I want to talk to the owner or their instructor. And I'm like, oh, that's me. And they're like, no, me and no. Me. <laughs> they would yeah. say, no, you're the spokesperson. I'm like, no, I'm not. And so um, that really didn't bother me, though, because I don't really look like the average firearms instructor. So um it would just be, I don't really like when people judge a book by its covers. So I would have people um, that would, if you're at the range, they would rather learn from a male than to learn from me, regardless of my skills. And so my thoughts on that is, you know, it's their loss, not mine. Yeah. Is that real, though? Are there are there that many people out there that would rather learn from a dude? Because I'm just saying, um, old stinky dude. Attractive young lady. I think I would rather learn from attractive young lady. That's like extra motivation for me to get out of bed and go train personally. That's I'm just saying. There are still people out there that are like that. And um, whatever their reasons may be, or I'll have people that will say, oh, you're my wife needs to take your class. Do you have anyone that you can recommend for me to take? And I'm like, well, you guys can take a class together. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. We're still dealing with that. I think there's probably a lot of that out there. Um, I know Lola tells me that happens to her all the time. She's a pharmacist and uh, people come into the farm and she's, you know, she's the boss. She's the supervisor of the pharmacy and they come in there all the time. Like, yeah, we want, we want to talk to the pharmacist. And she says, yeah, that's, that, that would be me. No, but we want to talk to whoever's in charge. (laughs) She's like, yes, hello. (laughs) That is me as well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I, I, you know, I'm sure that that's a tough thing. You look very, uh, how can I ask you how old you are without getting into trouble? (laughs) (laughs) Right in line, Hank. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's the one thing we're not going to talk about. No, no, no. no, no. So um, I'm 33. Okay, 33. That's young. Mm -hmm. That's young. Uh, I guess. I can't even remember when I was 33. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> no, I'm sure I have underwears that are 33 years old. 
Yeah, definitely <laughs> socks. Definitely, I have socks that old. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Um, okay. So you're, you know, so you. Let's see. You've have you been in the Air Force for ten years? I've been in the Air Force for almost sixteen years. Wow. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So what did you? Because you're you're instructing people uh, in firearms in the Air Force, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what did you do when you first went in? I initially went in as a cop, and about the four-something-year mark, I cross-trained over to be a firearms instructor, and I've been doing that ever since. Okay, so you were like uh, police when you first went in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very cool. Um, Did people, I'm I'm assuming people didn't like getting arrested by you either. (laughs) Like, (laughs) can I get a dude to arrest (laughs) me, please? (laughs) Um, I never really had to arrest anyone. I actually started in Montana. And for those who don't know, we have a lot of nuke missiles out there. And that's where I worked. Oh, okay. Okay. Just safeguarding the nukes. nukes. Yes. (laughs) I would like to own nukes, by the way. (laughs) You don't want that. I believe that's covered (laughs) in the Second Amendment, nukes. I, you know, I want that. I want did that. You, did you ever see this is a little off topic, but did you ever did you ever see back when they were developing they developed like a handheld nuke launcher that put the person launching the nuke in range of the blast? Do you ever see that? <laughs> no. They, it was like a it was like this glorified RPG grenade launcher thing, but it was like after they developed it, they started developing it developing it and they were like, well. Whoever we give it to is on a suicide mission because it's you're yeah. well within range of this. Thing. What do you do? You launch it and then you, you launch, launch it, just go, oh, oh shit. <laughs> you go hide in a refrigerator <laughs> like a Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you did that for a while and then you did you did you go from that right to um to firearms instruction? Yes. Okay. Okay. So how many people do you think you've trained over all this time? Um, I'll say I'm probably close to at least like 8,000. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and is it a good mix, men and women? Um, predominantly male, uh, obviously the military is more predominantly male and I do have, um, you do have females that you teach, but there's not a lot that come through. Okay. Uh, by the way, Razor JB, uh, who also served, he says, uh, seen Skip in other chats, very well spoken. Thank so you. there's lo- there's lots of nice comments coming through there. So here's what I want to ask about the difference between the dudes and the dudettes. Who's easier to train? I think you already know the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, come on, Hank. We all know the answer to that. <laughs> but I always appreciate that you guys bring it up first, and I don't have to say it. But um, women are by far easier to instruct. Um, I think because sometimes they really don't um, have a lot of the knowledge, and they come in open-minded, and they mm-hmm. want to learn. And so when I started my firearms journey, I was very open-minded. I wanted to taken everything and I paid attention and I took notes because I did not know a lot. So women by far, but I mean, there are some men who are very humble and they may be very experienced and they don't care who you are. They will take a class from you because as we all know, you can learn something from everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. Very well said. Very well said. Do you find like guys in the class trying to teach you something? <laughs> like, wait, let me know. I know this. <laughs> 
I have had yeah. that before. Um, I've also had to where people will um, openly say, I know more than you and oh, oh, there's nothing that's... that you can teach me. And things oh, like that. why are you oh. here then? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, you know, in the military, they have to come to the class. Oh, and, you know, and oh, so, okay. But a lot of the times um, I listen and I don't I don't really have an ego when it comes to my job because I know what I know and I know what I'm here to do. And, you know, it's one of those things where you listen. Right. And when you get out there and they need your help, um, sometimes I will politely remind them what they said. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it doesn't happen often. And now that I'm pretty seasoned in my rank, I really don't have a lot of people that are disrespectful. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's something um, to to keep in mind there. Their whole rank thing, right? Because mm-hmm. you you, you got to be. So how does that? Because you you seem like very um, quiet and demure and all that. But when you're training in you know in the Air Force, do you like shout dudes down, smack them around? What you know? So I really don't have to do that. But when I uh, when the situation arises, um, I can go there. But I tell them once I go there. Um, you're going to be upset before I am and it's going to be a bad day for you before it's a bad day for me. So if I need to take it there, I'll take it there, but I can bring it back really quick and continue with the rest of my class. But, um, you know, it's whoever is in charge of the range, it, regardless of your rank, I'm in charge. So a lot of people, um, they understand that, you know, okay. when we're out there, it's my lane, not yours. Okay. I, I would be fine with you screaming and shouting at me, by the way. <laughs> that's that's Hank's thing though. Yeah, I actually yeah, yeah, I actually like that kind of thing. You know, which I found is like the difference between me and Lola. If I start if I put any pressure on Lola, she gets really mad. So that's we're shoot, yeah, if we're shooting guns and like, come on, woman, dude, she's like, Would you shut up? Yeah, I'm like listen, you're gonna be under stress. You gotta handle that. She gets really mad at me, but I'm totally fine. I, I don't she, mind people screaming and shouting at me. She, she so gets I think really we stressed. Grew up, when we yeah. go out to your range and I'm I'm like, okay, and like a uh, target fire and she like misses a couple. I'm like, little Sally in the mall is dead. Now you know you <laughs> killed her. It's really bad at me. <laughs> yeah. So <Poor> Lola. <laughs> um well listen, it, when you do some training with Lola, I still want you to scream and shout. Okay. You but, gotta put so, all you the know- pressure. Some people really don't learn in that environment. They shut down and, I, you know, it's all about knowing your students. And I know majority of the students that I have in the military, um, they're just bred differently. And if I need to yell, um, but I'm just, that's really not my personality. But um, some people like it. Some people don't. I'm not a, I don't like for anyone to yell at me or disrespect me, but I am in the Air Force. So we're not really bred like that. But I work in a joint unit where there's Marines and if I'm on the range and there's a Marine and someone steps out of line, I don't even have to say anything. And I like it. He like just demolishes them. And then I'm like, OK, are we done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those uh, Marines like that kind of stuff, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're all every Marine is into s and I'm pretty sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> and every Marine now in the chat will be like, you bastard. <laughs> but you they know it's true. They know it's true. They know it's true. So, OK. So what did the you know, I don't know if you guys have questions. You can you can uh, ask me questions here, Patrick, if if you Brian, come up with something. Brian White's asking, uh, Avery, what's your favorite gun? So like pistol and or rifle. What do you I guess I guess a better way to put that is like, what do you carry or what do you like? What's your go to? What would you like grab off your nightstand? Um, so I definitely like my Canik TP9 
as okay. athlete. I love my okay. Canic. Lots um, of, there's it, lots of lots of little Canic fanboys doing <laughs> no, the I, I just, Nancy Pelosi thing right now. They're very that means just, they're happy. That means they're happy. I just shot Walters like uh, what a month ago. I thought it was a great gun. I was very surprised with it. Yeah. Uh, the price point, very good. Um, out of the box, very good firearm. And uh, when it comes to ARs, I typically like to just build my own AR. I go with um, Palmetto, Arrow, those types of products. And I find that I can get a better deal by building it myself. And it's exactly what I want versus buying something at the store. Yep. Okay. I'm very on board with that. Yeah. Uh, Razor JB said in regards to Marines, just give them crayons. They'll be quiet. <laughs> I didn't say that. That was. Make sure they don't eat them, though. And yeah. I'm not going to oh, complain on that because I have to go to work tomorrow and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> they will eat it. That's what they have for breakfast. Um, that's OK. I said that part, not Razor JB. Um, yeah. OK. Uh, let's see. We've got a, a bunch of other comments coming in here. I don't want to um, ask that. I don't what? know if that's a serious question. I'm not asking. That. What's the question? Richard, you can look for Richard Hughes' question. I'm not Richard asking. Richard Hughes. <laughs> okay, Richard Hughes wants to know what grease you use on the barrel. I'm not. That came so, from Hank and not me. Yeah. Now listen, <laughs> you're you're she's a grown up. You're a big girl, right? You're a big girl, right, Avery? I am. Yeah. You. She's. She's training dudes and dudes in the, the military. military. I'm sure you're used to it. Yeah, she's in the military. She's. We're not going to really say anything you probably haven't heard at this point. Or anything that I probably haven't been called either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we're gonna we're gonna be respectful. We're gonna be respectful. Um, but okay, is there is there a particular kind of uh, lube or uh, you know? CLP or something that you like. <laughs> Please don't say frog lube. That's horrible. So I use Breakthrough Clean. Okay. Um, on a daily basis, you know, I use CLP or LSA, and that stuff is very, very bad for your body. Um, I like Breakthrough Clean because it is non-toxic or low toxicity, and it's something that I can clean within my home and not have to worry about myself <laughs> or my children. Okay. Very good. Very good. Um, by the way, before we get before we get too deep into this here, do you want to tell people how to follow you on social media, what places they can go to to follow you? Because, okay. uh, you know, there's people listening right now. I'm sure they would love to go check out some pictures and videos while we're talking. So you can find me on YouTube, which my channel is a baby channel. It's new. Um, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all at Skip's Tactical Solutions. And I just recently started a podcast and you can find it on all podcast players and it's called Skip's Tactical Solutions as well. Okay. So you're everywhere at Skip's Tactical Solutions, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. even Twitter. Okay. Even Twitter. Okay. So uh, let me, let's everyone right now, since we're here, let's pull up uh, the YouTubes and uh, go in there and see what your, what your uh, YouTube page looks like. Uh, I'm trying to see where's the YouTube link. <laughs> so actually, Richard, Hughes is, YouTube. Richard Hughes is actually saying he's serious. When you assemble your rifles, what what sort of lube do you use to put the rifle, put your uh, the barrel into the upper? Which I don't know that I even do that, to be honest. Are you use, sorry, what? He's not being he's serious. Not. I don't think he says I'm totally serious. No joke. <laughs> Whatever. I don't believe him. I know. I know. Okay. I so care. listen, by the way, by the way, Avery's channel is very, it's very new. I think you've got 232 subscribers. So I'm just going to encourage everyone. I just went and subscribed from 
from Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded, Babyface, everyone that's listening to this, go there now and subscribe. Thanks, I want to see the num- I want to see the numbers go up here. Okay. Let's, and I'm definitely um, starting to work on my videos. I want to start putting out more videos. I do a weekly live video where I interact and answer questions that people send in to me. I do have a lot of questions that I get as far as brand, firearm, um, type of training that people should do or training kids. And so on Thursdays, I go live on Facebook and Instagram and I just answer the questions and interact with people. Okay. Okay. Very nice. Uh, I'm just checking. I'm just searching for your Twitter right now while we're, while we're talking. Do you want to attempt to answer Richard's questions? Do you have any problems getting the barrel into the upper? Do you have those kind of issues? I I doubt it. I doubt it. See, well, there you go, Richard. How's that? How's that answer for you? (laughs) In all seriousness, the only thing I would suggest is when you put the barrel nut on, I use, um, Oh God, what's the name of that stuff? Anti-seize. I put anti-seize on the threads just so the barrel nut can come back off eventually if need be. But <laughs> the serious answer there is anti-seize works pretty well for that. It's like that silver goopy stuff. Okay. Fucking Richard Hughes is just yeah. busting my balls. I just usually <laughs> go in dry. That's, you know. Oh God. Whatever. So I want to thank everyone who has subscribed to my channel. I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Let's uh, let's get those numbers up. I'm not sure where they are right now, but everyone who's out there listening, please do please do go in there. Okay, no, I see they're going. No, Threadlock. Finesse is kidding. Yeah. Said Threadlock. No, do not use Threadlock. Use anti seize. <laughs> okay, and then the, what was the thing that you were saying that every day you're using LMA, LFS, or something like that? Oh, COP. Um, COP and LSA. What's um, LSA? LSA? The lubricant. So it all depends on where you are. Uh, you may not, depending on the weather, you may not use COP, but um, for us in the military, we can only use certain products on our firearms. So um, I personally don't have to clean farms at this point. So I I do have to inspect them. And so when I inspect them, I use gloves because we know those products are very toxic. And um, me personally, I just use breakthrough. I wish I could use it at work, but I can't. Oh, okay. All right. So there you go. I don't so know. The break, that... like breakthrough CLP, you don't, you don't have any problems with the toxicity of that. It's the, like the military stuff. That's the stuff that you're like, I don't want that on my hands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I use breakthrough CLP at home and I never put on gloves. So that's good to know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure the military is getting those contracts the same way they get all the other contracts. Right. It's uh, I think LSA is a Rothko brand and Rothko is oh, okay. one of those that makes like yeah. everything for the military. Yeah. And we, I don't want to get you into anything here because I know you're still active duty. So I don't, you know, they give us the best products that are out there. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. Best on the market. <laughs> we'll go with that because we don't want to. I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm flipping through your, your Instagram. Oh, okay. I'm trying, see, I'm trying to see if there's no picture of me and you in here. I'm pretty sure I, I saw you at SHOT Show, but I guess, you know. So, yeah. I thought some, you were going to post some, a picture or whatever. Some nice, there's some nice pictures oh, up there, you know. What? What was so that? I, I do like to post a lot of pictures of me carrying. I don't, I personally had a very hard time um, putting my face out there being the face of my brand because, as we know, trolls are very, very uh, prolific. Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> but, lots of um, trolls out there. I found it to be um, 
needed that people see that I can carry. Um, I'm a woman and, you know, I dress various, various ways. And if I can make it work, they can make it work too. And I show that I go out with my kids as well. And I make How do you, so quick question, how do you carry? Cause my fiance, I'm, I, I got, we, she got her license a year ago and um, I always four o'clock hip carry and she's the type that likes to purse carry. And I'm always telling her that, you know, to me, snatch and grab is like the one thing that people do, especially for women. If somebody's going to try to rob you, they're probably going to just grab your purse and run. If your gun's in it, it's gone. So how do you carry? I carry a lot of different ways. I'm a basic, sometimes yoga pants, t-shirt type, you know, and when I do that, um, and every day when I go to work, I have to wear a belt and I hate belts. <laughs> um, yes. By the way, lots of guys have this issue with their, uh, you know, Hank's favorite is scarce, we know. Yeah, no, 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 I'm, no, no, I'm not saying guys have a lot of guys, a lot of married guys, right? Or guys that have girlfriends or fiancés or whatever it is. We, we're constantly having this conversation with our girlfriends, fiancés, wives or all of the above. about how about how you carry right so i do not carry on my hip because um normally women have wider hips so you know our clothes may not be as baggy so it will be a little bit harder for us to conceal um Mm -hmm. i do appendix sometimes with the inside the waistband but 99 percent of the time i carry in one of these holsters okay let me look okay so does this go around the torso Yes, so it goes around, and that picture that you just showed, this is the holster that I had. And so what I do is it's adjustable and it zips. So this company, um, I actually believe so much in their products that I became a dealer. So it's Misconceal Holsters. They're on my website, but it zips, and you can just throw it on. And for me, I find that it's dual purpose. It helps bring my waist in a little bit tighter, which I don't know any woman that would have uh, any problems with that. <laughs> I, I, I like that myself. Hey, so going to start caring like this. So actually, this is not just for women. Uh, it's unisex, but and then in the back, it's adjustable as well. And you can bring it in a little bit tighter or you can let it out a bit. It's really hmm. breathable, which I like here in Florida. It's vented. And uh, so I have my carry gun here. So you're saying, I think that's this picture that I was showing. I don't know. Yeah. Get the background to come in a little bit better there. So in that picture, that's what you're carrying. That looks comfortable. That looks really comfortable, to be honest. It's actually really comfortable. And so this is with my Glock 43 in it. Okay, very nice. You're going to have to show us that Glock 43. We want to see how it's set up. I will. Yeah. And for me, um, I carry that way. I'm not going to lie and say I never um, off body carry because sometimes if I have on clothes that's tighter or my outfit just doesn't allow it, I will off body carry. And the only purses that I use for that is chameleon concealed carry handbags because they're not super ugly and they don't scream, hey, look at me, I'm an ugly concealed carry purse. Um, And they still allow me to have my firearm and have a stylish purse with me. And I do recommend if anyone's going to off-body carry and they're going to put it in a purse that they need to make sure that they have a holster and that that purse is properly outfitted to have a firearm. Because when you draw from the from the purse, you want to make sure that that firearm is exactly where you expect it to be every single time. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. Very good advice. By the way, Lola sent me a picture of the two of us at SHOT Show. Boom. There you go. 
Nice. I have to post that. Yeah. So um, I thought you were gonna post it for this episode. That's why I didn't uh, want to post it. Oh, yeah. I, I have to go through. I have to go through and edit my things. For I gotta make. I gotta make sure I look good. You know, I gotta put all kinds of good looking filters up on there before. Make sure I post you it. add some for me too, if you ever post it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't. You're you're fine. You don't need any help. You don't need any help. Okay. So um, let's see that. Let's see that Glock forty three before you, before it uh, before it goes away. I also carry. A Glock 43, by the way. Uh, I'm so lock it on you here. I will show you my Glock 43. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Will you show me yours if I show you mine? Is that? We, <laughs> I, I will. Um, okay. So my Glock 43 okay. is. Uh-huh. I recently got some gun work on it. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah, you got quite quite some some. That's some. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. So Jesus. it is um, Wonder Woman theme, as you can probably see. Uh, rose gold, uh, gun candy. I have and- never seen. I have never Jesus. seen a forty three like that this. That is ever. a hell of a <laughs> that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. What's so? What's the site? What's the site? Uh, Trigger Tri- sites. CMC yep. Trigger. Oh, yep. sorry. Holy moly! CMC yep, I have, Trigger. I, we have one of those in the blue. Oh, and- look at that! Look at that! Oh, nice. the, the Robin. The Robin's egg. Oh, I got to put it back together. Hold on. And um, I got slide cuts on it as well. <laughs> Nice. Very nice. Baby face is showing off. Go ahead, show it's it again, baby face. One of Marley's. She she's allowed to keep this one. She so she has she's got a, a Glock forty three in Robin's egg, and then I built one of these, intending for me to keep it, and then she liked the color so much. <laughs> yeah. And while you guys are showing off all your Glock forty threes, I just have a standard Glock forty three with the sights that it came with. You need a Wonder Woman version. And, yeah, I'm jealous now. I do want a Wonder Woman. Actually. Gold, a rose gold Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know. I think everyone needs a rose gold Wonder. <laughs> yeah. Let's see that again. So, what was the concept? What was the concept here? Let's see. It. Don't try to hide it. I see you're trying to like not. You don't. So, you, um. Do you feel self-conscious about this? I don't. So okay. I did have people that said things. Um, this is my gun. I know how to carry it. I know how to shoot it. And if I want a cute gun, I can do whatever I want to do. See, so, that's right. Um, that's exactly right. And I don't ever discourage people from getting custom gun work because I'm all about encouraging people to conceal carry, learn how to protect themselves. And if someone wants, and I mean, I've been carrying for a while. I've been a firearms owner for a while. So if... At one point, I wanted to get custom gun work, so be it. But if someone is going to be able to purchase a pink, blue, purple, whatever it may be gun, to, and that's going to give them an incentive to carry, why not? Yeah. So I really don't like when people um, belittle people for having colored guns because it's their money. So if they want to spend their money on it, so be it. Yeah, but- we don't believe in segregation when it comes to guns. Colored guns... <laughs> You know, um, pink is okay, but yeah, not really. I'm not a huge fan of pink, but I'm I'm glad you didn't go pink with this. I but didn't. I think it looks um, good. I have never seen any gun actually with the. How did you guys even get the one? Because that's 3D. The Wonder Woman that's, that's on the some sides. laser. That's some badass laser engraving. Yeah. So I got this done. Um, I want to give him a shout out at Shark Coast Tactical down in I think he's in Sarasota, and okay. they worked really hard. I um. I told them exactly what I wanted and I asked them pretty please don't mess it up. Uh, <laughs> they worked really hard on it and I gave them the concept and kind of, you know, I said I wanted, um, I didn't want the black W's. I wanted everything all rose gold. And then I got my slide cuts and I got undercuts. Jesus. And it, it turned out phenomenal. 
Yeah, it looks really great. Um, it's a hell me, of a Glock. Yeah, Brian, I think it's Brian Wyatt says uh, that Glock Avery has is damn sexy. <laughs> Seriously. Thank yeah, you. So yeah, I think you're getting lots of cool things. I don't see anyone complaining. By the way, Walter, Walter is in the chat somewhere. Shout out to Walter. He's hanging out at a bar somewhere. <laughs> is he really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, is today, today's not their anniversary, is it? No. No. I thought they had no, something. And today's not, um, today's not, uh, it's not Valentine's Day either. Oh, it is Hump yet. Day. It is Wednesday Hump Day. If someone <laughs> reminded me in the chat earlier, but it's not Valentine's Day. So, did you and, want me to show my AR? Oh hell yes. yeah! No, okay. oh, do you think I, we're going to say no? <laughs> okay, let's see it. Let's see it. All right. Bring so, my AR is um, same same concept. So I have this thing to where I feel like every woman, man, whatever, you're your own wonder, whatever. So Wonder Woman, um, I went Wonder Woman as well with my AR. That is. Oh, that's cool. I that like is that. fucking awesome is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> the color scheme and everything. Holy Let shit. Let me make sure I show my hollow sun as well. Oh, <laughs> uh, shout out to hollow sun. No, so that is. A, that they is did awesome. a really good job. And. Yeah. What's the lower? All arrow. Oh, it's all uh, arrow stuff. precision. Okay. I, I seriously think arrow is like best bang for the buck. Yeah. That looks pretty good. Yeah. That looks really awesome. I like, I the, like their new handguards too. That yeah. they cut they cut the top rail only like they only have the top rail at the very end. I yeah. think those are awesome. Yeah. I thought up up till now, Avery, and I'm not making this up because I know you're friends with Kevin Dixie. I thought Kevin Dixie was the most stylish gun guy, but then you came on and you you beat the pants off Kevin Dixie. He's not where he's number three now. You're number two and number one with the stylishness. So that's, that's I pretty cool. Like, that. I dig it. And, yeah, I, and, I, um, and yes, I'm just saying I'm I'm saying it because it's true, but also because you know because you're you're a lot nicer to me, to us to me. Than Kevin Dixie. By the way, here's here's an AR that we're working on. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, an AR pistol that oh, no. that we're working on over here. <laughs> we need a handguard. We're, <laughs> we're waiting for the handguard situation to get sorted out. And uh, yeah, you know the uh, the magazine. I don't know if that tells you guys anything, but it's 450. It's 450 nice. Bushmaster. Though it's not as stylish as yours. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna make it. We're gonna not make yet. it cool. Yeah, we're gonna make it cool. Yeah. So did you have uh, did you have something else there that you're going to show us? No, um, they I didn't bring it, but they also uh, did a Wonder Woman magazine for me as well. And a 550 cord Wonder Woman bracelet. Oh, my. Where was this? Who did this? What was the name of the company? There's Shark Coast Tactical in Shark Sarasota. Oh, OK. All right. Shout out to those guys. They do good stuff. In somewhere. Oh, they're all over the Internet. They do some really good work at really good prices. I think yeah. yeah, I think somebody was posting their stuff on Facebook that I knew. Probably like posting pictures well, from them. I'm sure Avery Skips Skips Tactical Solutions was posting it. Yeah. There you go. Jafari H says, WTF, I'm starting to hate my guns. This is some sick gorn. So lots of lots of people yeah. liking it. Yeah. Yeah. And David Cardinal said, Glad I subscribed to Avery. Keep doing rad builds. I may I may have to send this off, Hank. We may have to get in contact because yeah, I want I, to. I'm I'm building so Avery. I'm building a uh, a Roland special. I got a Glock 19 lower, mm -hmm. um, and I want to build a Roland special out of it. I'm waiting on parts to come in, but I want to get it stippled. So I may I may send it off to them and see about getting this. Yeah, one I think you should definitely get yours as Wonder Woman. 
Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what I meant. Yeah. Put Wonder Woman yeah. on the side. That's yeah. that's what I yeah. did. Right. Yeah. Right down the side. Yes. And we're we're trying to raise a fund here, Avery. I don't know if you know about this to oh, help babyface get boobs. Do you just have to tell this to everybody you yeah, ever I'm, meet? I'm trying to help you you're out. Like a, you're like a five year old that doesn't know what to tell to certain people. <laughs> oh, you don't like it now. If I see, by the way, he's fine with it. If I tell it to dudes, but to you, he's like really. Later on, he's going to text me like, you bastard. Why did you why did you have to do that? But we're, you know, we're, we're friends. So I got to try to embarrass you at every. They, um, Charco's Tactical does have a picture of a Glock 43 called Guns, Glocks and Roses. Is it that color? Is it like that pink color or is it a little more gold? Rose, color? Is it rose gold maybe? Because this um, one here is like very pink. So um, here it kind of. On the video, it probably looks kind of pink, and it's not like the it's not exactly rose gold, and it has that pink hint to it, but it's okay. very sparkly as well. Okay, awesome. here, let me see. I'm gonna pull that. That's up the one that I yeah. yeah. They have they have this one here, the Glocks yeah. and Roses, which is also pretty badass if you want a, a a feminine gun. Okay, yeah, that looks cool. For it, it is pink, but it looks it, all right. Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm mine not hate on, on it. there as well. But they do a lot of really good custom gun work. Um, my 43, I want to say with the paint job, they had to do it a couple of times. So they're all about pushing out quality products. That's awesome. Instead yeah. of giving you something that they're disappointed in. Yeah. Well, that's um, a sign Dave, of a good good company. Yeah. David Cardinal says, uh, where did that go? He says you need to put the dick butt. You need I think to get that's that. probably to me. I need to get dick butt. Yeah, you I'll need put, to get I'll the get dick butt. That's, that's the baby face. That's the baby face, Avery. I'll get it laser engraved on the side. If Walter, since Walter's out there listening at a bar, when he gets his laser, maybe we'll just laser engrave dick butt like right on the grips. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen the dick. Maybe you could put up the dick butt logo here in the chat so Avery oh God, can I gotta... get a look at that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, so it's his favorite thing. Let's he just show off all the, all the, the completely all the, inappropriate things. All the, that's why you're here, man. There that's you go. There you go. That's that's a big butt. Oh yeah, if you want, yeah, take a look at that, Avery, and let it's, us know what you think about that. I it's got to go on that. something. I haven't put that on anything yet. Well, no, I did. I put it on a lower than me. <laughs> See, she likes it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> there you go. I'm pretty sure Shark Coast will put that on your. Lower. <laughs> I'll get it on my. I'll yeah. get it on the, the rolling. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool nice that's how you stipple it yeah. <laughs> with dick butt yeah like so when you have to explain you know to people yeah my stippling is the dick butt <laughs> today in the news man killed by gun with dick butt on the side <laughs> yeah man that's, defends home with dick butt gun <laughs> that's another thing though with having custom gun work if so i'm a big fan of carrying concealed if i could open carry i wouldn't open carry because I like the element of surprise. Mm -hmm. But if I go to pull out this gun, someone's going to be very surprised. They're probably going to think I'm pulling out something else. And then by the time they collect themselves, I'll be in a shot up and it's done and over with. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only thing, the only thing, I mean, it's first of all, I know that's a thing that we never, none of us ever really want to actually get into situation you want to get into but if you do get into something man you know that you you might lose that gun for a while that might be the sad so part about that's it. why i'm a big advocate of not only owning one firearm because if anything ever happens you need to always make sure that you have another one yes 
Yes. Um, there's lots of calls out there for the dick butt patch, by the way. I, I will eventually get that done. Yeah. When Marley just, gets out of school and I have a little more funds hanging around, I will make everybody a dick butt patch. Yeah. And just a shout out to because because Tyvin said, uh, baby face, we need a dick butt patch. Um, and since Tyvin is out there and since you're here, Avery, and you're, you're currently in the Air Force, I would like to know um, w- whether or not you guys have done any studies on Glocks and microwaves. I'm just curious. <laughs> Never. Okay. So you're going to have to explain that one now. Yeah, because just to prove um, uh, this is equal embarrassment to everyone, because Tyvin says that he doesn't trust any polymer. He doesn't trust any polymer guns because um, they're not EMP proof. <laughs> yeah. So EMPs, microwaves and things like that. Don't melt it. <laughs> perchance. Have you guys, if anyone tested it, I think it would be the Air Force. I would figure it would be the Army. Oh, well, yeah, that's where that's where Tyvin was. And he said that they did test it. So and I'm just teasing him. I'm just trying to he's going to start texting me. Oh, so <laughs> he already says, OMG, Hank. Thanks um, a Avery, lot. Uh, Armament Naxes is asking where Skip come from in your, lo- in your name. So my last name is Skip Hallis. And a lot of people cannot properly say it. So <laughs> people um, in my daily job call me Skip. And I wanted a name uh, that was different and skips. That's me. Tactical. I think of tactical as like a mindset. I know a lot of people get really hung up on tactical nowadays, you know, (laughs) but um, I think everyone, civilian, military, Ellie, whatever it may be, they should have a tactical mindset because you need to be aware of your surroundings at all times. And it's the everyday person needs to have that mindset. So skip tactical solutions. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I, I like it. It's a cool name. Uh, Skipalis, what does that mean? What, what's the, uh, where did that come from? My husband, just kidding. It's Greek. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's Greek. Okay. Yeah, he's Greek. Oh, okay. Oh, so I was, I didn't, I didn't know if I should ask that. Lots of uh, ladies doing this stuff nowadays. They don't want to say whether, whether they have a boyfriend or they're married. Which I think is a little uh, bit silly, so but you're you're gonna. I am gonna happily claim married. Uh, I've been married okay. for ten years. Ten wow, years, okay. Gosh. Claiming the husband, shout That's out right. to him. Shout out to the husband if he's watching. He's at work right now. Yeah, is he <laughs> is he also serving? He is. All nice. right, cool, cool. Uh, so let's we'll shout him out. I don't know if we could say his name, but uh, Skipalis out there serving. Go ahead. Shout out, Mr. Skip. Love you, babe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very cool. Shout out to Mr. Skip. We love you too, man. We love you too. We love you too. I, 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 I'm pretty sure he's a fan of Hank Strange, right? Of course. See? <laughs> there you go. There you go. The right answer. There you go. <laughs> no, actually, I think you told me that. I think you told me he's a yeah. fan. Yeah. See, baby face, I got some fans, man. What's the matter with you? Actually, actually. Yeah, why are you laughing like this? There's, actually, there's like two or three of us out there. Yeah, there's a couple of people. There's a couple of people. So yeah. Okay, very cool. You guys have been married for 10 years. You have uh what do you you have one kid? I have two boys. I have boys. a nine-year-old and a twelve-year-old. Oof. Uh the Oof. nine-year-old into trouble age. <laughs> yes. Help, send help. Um, no, there is no help, but trust me, <laughs> I have two boys. You're until never you, getting help. Until you kick it from the nest. It's just no, goes that's downhill never from there. Happen. <laughs> and so my 12-year-old is now taller than me. Uh, it pretty Ooh. much happened overnight. My nine-year-old will probably be there in about a year. Uh, but my 12-year-old is very embarrassed of me. Like, 
if I'm going out and I have on a shirt and it says skip tactical or people ask me questions or people are like, oh, hey, I follow you. He's like super embarrassed. <laughs> He's like, mom, stop. He's like, can yeah. you stop talking to people about your <laughs> yeah. Now, that's how you know you're doing your job when you're embarrassing them, by the way. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Embarrass them as much as humanly possible. I'm just saying you got to do it while you can, you know, but I'm um, the mom that I'm like, why are you embarrassed? I'm a cool mom. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I shoot no, no, guns no, for a cool. living. I'm awesome. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I know how it is because I see Lola goes, we've got two boys. She goes through the same things and there's, I always get in trouble if I post something with Lola, like if Lola's dressed up nice, I get in trouble. <laughs> Why did you why did you put a picture like that of mom? I think I got Lola did. I don't know. I don't know if you ever heard of the bang bra. Have you ever heard of that? I don't it's think like, so. It's oh, like a bra God, that's that like has the, a holster built into it. That's like the most popular video you have Is or it one the of. Flashbang holster? Yeah, there you go. It's the flashbang. Yeah, that's right. I call it the I talk it the bang bra. <laughs> the bang bra. <laughs> I was like, I've never yeah. heard of that one, but you can tell me about it. Yeah, the flashbang. Yeah, you got it right. You got it right. Yes, by the way. So they discovered that one day. I don't know. I think I pulled something out of that and posted it somewhere and literally started getting texts like, why did you post this on social media? <laughs> so and I was pretty I was pretty happy about it because I love embarrassing them. You know, that's the thing to do. By the way, shout out to CloverTech. I see CloverTech out there in oh, the chat. Hi, Clover. How are you? Um, so there you go. Okay. So, okay. Lola brought in a question here. She says, what civilian classes do you teach? So I teach intro to pistols. I do the Florida concealed carry classes. I do intro to pistol, intro to rifle, a lot of the times I do custom classes and I do gun cleaning workshop and children's classes as well. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. And what class, what, um, what training did, did the air force do with you before? Like, I'm, I'm sure there's some kind of training that goes along with the job that you have, right? No, they're just like, go teach. <laughs> Here's a gun. I, I believe just it. Believe it's it. a gun in a book. Go no, have it's, fun. It's the Air like Force. you know so. how to shoot. <laughs> so the Air Force is one of the services that actually has a dedicated job to teaching firearms. And I'm also a gunsmith as well. So I went Ooh. to a school, which was about, uh, I think it's about two months long. And it taught me how to actually teach and how to gunsmith. So we know how to fix all of our guns from scratch. Uh, if something breaks, we fix it in-house, unless it's something that is completely unrepairable, and then we'll ship it off. But uh, I have attended... So for quite a few years, I worked with Air Force Special Tactics. And right. when I worked with them, I went to a lot of the schools that they went to. But I also went to... I've been a Glock Events Armor and a Glock Basic armor oh, cool. for about five or six years. All right. Um, I've been to the SIG Academy and I've taken a couple courses there. I am a FN armor as well. So what? I've worked on a lot of their crap. Yes. Uh, will, you, will, you, will you marry me? <laughs> <laughs> will you marry me? That's all I can say. Those are uh, Lola like breaks in there. She's like... <laughs> no, Lola will be totally happy to get rid of me, by the way. No, that's really cool. That's really cool. We should do a build or something like that. Sometime. I can't. 
as a as a civilian, most of those things you can't do, which is a shame. Like I I would love to go take the Glock Armorers course, but you could do that. You could not as a sit. Like you have to be yeah. like law enforcement or, or no or military. Is that is that true, Avery? I don't think that's true. Is uh, it? I'm not sure because I don't really look at a lot of those things because it doesn't apply to me. Yeah. But um, sometimes I know for the advanced armor, you have to have X amount of experience, but I can look it up. I'm, yeah. I'm by the way, sure you have to be like associated face, with somebody. YouTube counts. If you tell them, look, I'm <laughs> yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, I, I shoot know. guns. Look what I do. <laughs> I am a YouTube alien instructor. <laughs> yeah. It might not be. It might not be military law enforcement, but I think you have to be associated with like a gun shop or something like that. You can't just be like a walk in off the street. No. Well, yeah. Well, maybe you have to be invited. Chihuahua Choka says, "I hate you, Mister Skip. <laughs> don't hate. Don't hate." You know, let's I know some, guy. guy, some guys just get lucky. They just get lucky. They get so, the beautiful women who know how to build guns. You know, um, I'm sure he doesn't have to fight with you about any guns getting bought in the house. That's all. Awesome. Oh, he is a lucky <laughs> man. But, but so if he's watching, he's probably going to kill me. But I've noticed. So for all the ladies out there, um, please don't hate me. But I'm going to put one of our little secrets out there. So when you buy new things and you leave it in the trunk and then you bring it in the house when your husband's not home, you know, <laughs> Or you get a package and you hurry up and bring it in the house before he gets home. I, I feel like my husband is doing this with guns and gun parts. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've had that for a long time. And I'm like, oh, it's been okay. in the safe. <laughs> okay. That's not new. It was there. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait a second. You're giving him a hard time because of gun parts? Come on. Now. Oh, no. I'm just like, when'd you get this? And he's like, oh, I've had this. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So he, yeah. So do you guys like fight over who owns the gun or something like that? Whose gun it is? No, sometimes I would just completely take over certain guns. Like when um, he got the Sig P365 when it came out and I've always carried the 43. And then when my 43 went to go get custom work, I didn't have. So I was just like, okay, I'm just going to carry the 365. So I took over. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, and I would post it and I'm like, my three, I'd be like me with my 365. And he's like, that is my 365. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's my 365 now. <laughs> yeah. That is a wife move right there. That's a wife move. Uh, Lola does that to me all the time. She just claims stuff. Uh, that's my worst nightmare right there. Yeah. There's a lot of things a guy could deal with. You know, but once once it's something that belongs to us, don't mess with it. Yeah, but it happens anyway. You just have to capitulate to that. He's, uh, like, raise- your, he's like, take your rings off. You're going to mess up. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Racer JB says everyday civilian cannot attend Glock yeah. Armorous course. Yeah, you have to be associated with like uh, something, something. Babyface, you're associated with me. You're associated uh, you know, with if, as an FFL, I wonder if you could get me so to go. I, I don't it know. It says um, active or reserve law enforcement, active or reserve military, licensed armed security officers, current GSSF members, and current NRA firearms instructors. Oh, hell yeah. Hank, I'm uh, going. Okay. I'm a current oh, okay. NRA instructor. Operators course. But oh, um, hell yeah, I'll take a weekend up to Georgia for that. That'll be great. Yeah, um, I know Glock has invited me to do that course. The armor is I'm, I'm an NRA instructor. Why don't we do this, Hank? This yeah. will be great. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just a matter of time for me. That's the thing. I got to edit videos. I got to make videos, edit videos. But I say you should do it. I, I would love to. I'm armor's course, any um, Glock stocking dealer slash range program employee can do it. 
Yeah. yeah. So here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. You could take that weekend. You go figure out how to do the Glock thing. And then Avery, I just tell you about it. Yeah. Avery will come and do a build with us. There you go. Because so, somebody has to make the guns. Hank doesn't. Yeah. Hank doesn't I, make I, anything. I put guns together all the time. Mostly oh, I take them all apart. All the time. All yeah. No, yeah. Most, you take them apart and I get a call like, hey, yeah. how does this go back together? Yeah. <laughs> Mostly I take them apart. But I have I do put stuff together. Lola has built ARs. Just for people out there listening – these uh, to build guns and stuff like that. Not really super complicated. I actually don't like Glocks because people think it's easy to build Glocks. And I don't think I don't think it is. So you got you could tell me what you think. Yeah. What, Were you talking to me? Yeah. What do you I'm think? Sorry, Avery? I thought you were talking to baby face. Um, when it comes he's going to he's tell us what he thinks. We can't stop <laughs> that. Go ahead. Um, I haven't really built a lot of pistols. Um, I like I'm not really big on pistols. I, like I said before, I love Canik and I'm like, I'm their biggest fan. You but should put your hands have, on, on one of the Polymer 80s and give it a try because it's, I mean, it sounds like you have way more experience than I do. And if I can make it work, then I'm sure you could. Um, and they're actually, it's actually kind of fun to like, you take it out and you're like, holy shit, like I made that work. It actually, it actually shoots. I do yeah. have um, a lower. I just need to actually purchase the rest of it. It's, oh, okay. it's pretty fun the first yeah. the first shins because oh god hank i just realized i still have one of the first gen ones down in the garage um the first gen ones were a nightmare because remember how long it took us to get i don't even know if we ever got that thing working correctly the second gen ones these new ones that they make mm -hmm. are really really straightforward and really not that hard to do um i've done a couple now and they're not that bad yeah Probably by the way one. Yeah, we, you know, absolutely. You should do once you try it out. That would be, a, that would make a great video. Richard Hughes says there's no proof of me building a gun. There's, there's <laughs> no, it's called there. YouTube. Go is look it? on YouTube. I'm going to have to so, go look. Babyface came along and started helping me out with things. And now I he thinks I never, I never built anything. <laughs> I just, never, I just never fixed the things that break. Yeah. I don't understand how to put anything together. So you know. I, I actually, Avery, I had a question. Um, mm -hmm. The, you uh, so it sounds like you guys are like crazy armory certified do you guys do any like i don't want to call it real gunsmithing but do you like have a lathe and like a mill do you guys do any of that sort of stuff or is it a lot of like you have spare parts and when something breaks you you fit a new part to it are you talking about skip tactical or are you talking about military military um military so we have a vice and we have uh like we have all the minute parts mm -hmm. and when it comes to, we don't really do milling or anything like that. It is okay. a standard, um, Glock drop in parts and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I mean all the screws, like every single part on that firearm we can replace, mm -hmm. but we don't do, um, any of the cutting. Okay. So the air force doesn't have any CNC machines or come on now. <laughs> They do. <laughs> well, I'm sure they do, Hank. That's a wide assumption. I just don't have it in right my there. armory. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Can't you just like move in one of those CNC machines over, over to the? No, no. I don't want that in my in my office. Yeah. Does the Air Force? Does the Air Force like? I think in England the uh, the SAS in England is Special Air Services, right? Does the Air Force have like a special ops unit? I don't know. Someone up. Well, you should know. I'm sure, they do. Uh -huh. do Okay, you guys has um, uh, an entire special operations command. Okay. Yeah, okay. they're pretty awesome guys. That's that's the one that's out of uh, McDill Air Force Base, right? Like our no. The, uh, the special ops is out of Harborville. It's uh, in the Panhandle. 
What's the, what do you guys have down in McDill? I thought there was some sort of like command center down there. Yeah, there's a lot of different commands at McDill. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big yeah. base. There's a lot there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here's a question. Nico Ghost Gunner says, I've been in and out. Has she built an AK yet? I didn't. I have not built an AK. Um, I just recently purchased the AK whenever I picked up my custom gun work from Shark Coast. Oh, I haven't posted. Oh, I did post it. Okay. Yeah. So you just got what AK did you get? I got the Century. I don't remember which one it was. Is it okay. a five four five or a seven six two thirty nine? Um, seven six two. Okay. 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 Hmm. Um, is it a, is it folding? Is it just no. a regular stock? Is it lightweight? Is it milled? Probably it, stamped. Let's see. Okay. I only shot it one time just to take it out to the range and see how it was. Was it one of the Raz 47s? Let me see. I'm trying to think. Oh, maybe a Wasser 10. I, I think Century imports the Wassers as well. Yeah. So let's see. Um, okay. That's when you know you have says, way so. too many guns. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Trust me. That happens. Uh, Dr. F says Pararescue. Razor, Razor JB says SOCOM. I guess those are the, like, uh, Richard Hughes says SG-1 IS Air Force Spec Ops. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, so McDill yeah. does have the um, SOCOM there. I mm -hmm. thought you guys oh, okay. were talking about the Air Force Special Operations. Oh, I don't, you know, I was just asking if they had that because I don't know. Uh, Gunfather says, honestly, I don't think you need a course to build Glocks. They're very few parts. They're pretty straightforward and simple. Oh, I think, no, I, think, I think in principle it sounds simple, but there's <laughs> – and they are. A Glock is, is relatively simple, mm -hmm. but it's fine little things that you have to do that really affects a Glock. It and, looks and simple. It, it's one of those things that you don't, you don't become an expert in the firearm until you've either worked on a thousand of them and find all the little minute issues that all of them have and can work through them. Or you go take a class from Glock and then Glock is like, well, these are the weird little things that we only tell like industry insiders. So, yeah. So that that's why those classes are super important. Yeah. What are and, those? What are those weird little things, Avery? But go ahead. After the video. They do. It's Glock, of course. Uh, uh, OK, just answer this question real quick. Do they have a Glock carbine? <laughs> She's fired it. Just blink like I'm Bill Carveed. It's right next to the revolver. So whenever you go to the Glock course, uh, well, actually, I don't. I know the Advanced Armors course. You get to tour the factory oh, that is cool. there in Georgia, and the factory is nothing like I thought it would be. And it's a lot of normal people in there. It's like there was like like a skater looking dude. There was like an old, <laughs> old Asian lady. Like There were no there was, Germans like in, uh, you know, in turtlenecks and stuff like that. I think I saw <laughs> one. No, I was kidding. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it's nice to be able to tour the factory and see, you know, how everything works. But what I was going to say about the advanced armors course is they have a lot of handguns that you have to, uh, their test is you have to find out all the things that are wrong and it may be something that you really don't have a lot of experience with, but you learned this in the class and so you need to be able to find it. So mm -hmm. if you don't find all the things then you're going to have to go back and sit down and find 
you know, that one or two things that you may have missed. And then once you're done with that, now you need to move on to the next handgun. Oh yeah. man, that sounds like a, that sounds like a challenge, like some yeah. fun challenge. Like that too, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Hank, Hank knows like, that's the sort of stuff I'm yeah. into. That's what, you, that's the crap you live for. <laughs> Hank, Hank gives me the problem guns and I, I weld and make things work afterwards somehow. Yeah. yeah he loves nice. that. But by, by the way, shout out to American gun chick. Um, she said, Skip just sold me out. That's what I say to Joe when he sees me wearing new clothes. I order, babe, I've had this for a long time. I know, right? And you're like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah, I got to hide all the receipts. <laughs> yeah, lots of women. Yeah, you know what? Now that you say that, I think Lola uses that on me. It's like, just oh, kidding. you, you, you just don't. No, 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 no. That's, uh, you know what? I just realized something that happens to me all the time. And Lola's like, oh, you just don't notice me. You, I, I always wear this thing. I'm like, what are you talking about? I've never, ever That's seen this thing. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lola lies to me all the time, man. That's a standard practice. Yeah. She just, you know, she figures I, I don't have any clue. So just, you know, make up stories, make up stories. So. All right, cool. Shout out to American. I got, OK, uh, I got I got one more question. I got one more question. And well, you're awesome. Uh, say that again. Oh, I just said shout out to American Gun Chick as well. She's awesome. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about me. You too. Uh, American, American <laughs> Gun Chick is all right. She's okay. <laughs> so she's going to see that now. Um, a question, a question for Avery that, uh, cause there's a lot of, there's a lot of like people that discuss this and I, from a military perspective, the new, uh, like the new M17s and even like the Glocks come with, you know, uh, different backstraps and whatnot. Does anybody actually like, do you guys actually change out any of that stuff to like fit a person's hand better? Um, Cause I know like the M17s when they came in, the big thing was, Oh, you can put it in like a smaller frame or a bigger frame. Like, does that any of that actually happen? Or is that just like a pipe dream? I know uh, the guys that I'm around right now, they don't really do that, but what I uh, we do, we have it. And so if they yeah. need it, then we can change it out for them. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. what I figured. But I found that works by the way, those backstraps, they actually work. No, they do. It's yeah. just, especially, I mean, especially the, the, uh, the, the extra beaver tail and stuff like that helps with slide bite. I mean, the, I guess the thing that, the I thing guess that I've always thought is like, you don't need it, but does the military really have time to fit a gun to every person that comes through? Like that seems like a huge amount of time that they would have to take. Uh, so what I will tell you is when I deal with a lot of people who are deploying, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm their instructor and I want to make sure any and everything that I can do, I do it for them because this is essentially their lifeline when they're deployed. So um, their handgun or, and their rifle is their gun, any extra whatever accessory that they need or, you know, they need to make sure that their optic is zeroed exactly to them, that it's tight. And before those guys go out the door, well, guys and girls, before they go out the door, um, I call everyone guys. I yeah, just girls are guys too. Girls are guys too. <laughs> uh, but before they go out the door, we actually have to inspect their firearms, our engages through them. We make sure that everything is good to go. Wow. Um, their barrels have to pass inspection. Their firing pin has to pass inspection. So when it comes to the Air Force, and that's something that we do in-house, we make sure that every single gun is ready for every single person before they go out the door. So yeah, you guys, it sounds like you guys take pride in making sure everything is like very top notch, which is yeah, awesome. But, but what if, what if I want my Glock to have, you know, Wonder Woman? Um, 
<laughs> you guys have to sneak that in when I don't see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's because that doesn't uh, that doesn't pass back. Right? There's a guy right now carrying a Wonder Woman Glock overseas. Yeah. <laughs> Just I'm waiting. Sure there is. <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. That's how I want to take bad guys down. Like, like you just got taken out by Wonder yeah. Woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, someone's waiting for Lola to come in here and smack me. Lola doesn't even. She, Lola ignores me. She it, she nothing that I say gets through right now. So that's what you guys don't understand. She's, Lola is she's on busy continuous running the, mode. She's no, she's busy running the business while <laughs> Hank has all the fun. <laughs> yeah. So, I need uh, a Lola. <laughs> you need a Lola. I need a Lola. Oh, I don't know if you can duplicate her. It's just, it's insane. Um, Hank is very lucky. Lola. Let's say that. If I could clone, if I could clone anyone, it would definitely be Lola. Oh yeah. But I would oh, yeah. also probably be dead in like three months. Because oh. <laughs> enough Lolas will probably get together and decide let's just poison. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the best thing to do. So I think they would actually team up and get rid of me. So. So shout out oh. to Lola for holding it down. Oh, she does. Oh, she oh does. boy. Oh boy. Now we're going to have the, the Lola moment. Lola. So oh, you're so awesome. She you're is. So, so, you're so amazing, Lola. Okay. Yeah. She's pretty cool. She's pretty cool. I'm lucky. This is Valentine's day right now. Lola, you're so awesome tomorrow. Not so much. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. See, you know this, right? You have two sons. I can tell you right now, my boys, you know, listen, kids are great. My my kids love me unconditionally, but like their mom, I can tell they would take if 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 we if the ship was going down and they can only save one of us, they are saving their mom, hands oh, down. Oh yeah. Like dad, oh, uh, you know, he was all right. But <laughs> there was an extra now. seat, but we really didn't have time to get dad. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. Um yeah. I uh my youngest now is more a mama's boy and he even when my husband jokes you know i don't even have to open my mouth like he comes to my defense and i just sit there and i smirk <laughs> yeah. yeah it's no it's no fun being in that situation you oh, know man. when you're like your husband and wife and two sons the husband is chop lever <laughs> okay until yeah. it's time to talk about those guy things you know and then i'm like Gotta go. Um, yep, I don't want any part of this. Oh. Yeah, they don't like talking about that stuff with me. They they say that I talk about that stuff too much, <laughs> which I don't understand. I'm so quiet and like demure, you know. I don't embarrass them at all ever. Oh God. So yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, I don't know if we're missing any questions out there, but I'm sure we are. Yeah. Um, do you want to show some more? Do you have some more uh, guns to show us, Avery? Um, I don't have any right now. I would have to get up and leave. Okay. Um, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, you know what? I got in. I got in something for testing today. Nice. North American Arms Black Widow 22 Magnum micro revolver or mini revolver, I guess. You know, I'm going to have to work on that, right? Yeah. Huh? What you do know, you think? What? You're going to have to work on it? I told Have you felt the trigger on them? They're real heavy. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, I get a sh so I'll have to let you compare it to this one because I, I did right. a lot of work on this trigger and it's okay. much, much nicer. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you're like that, Avery. Babyface has to friggin' mess with everything. I'm a tinkerer. I tink tinker with yeah. everything. Nothing yeah, is perfect. I don't, like, I don't like my stuff being messed with. I don't like taking the plastic off of stuff. <laughs> I'm definitely not a tinkerer. My husband is, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, before we, t- we're going to shoot this thing before we tinker with it. Okay. But, um, it is, it is pretty cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get more into these. What do you think? What do you think about these micro revolvers, Dillin- uh, Derringer, excuse me, type of guns? What do you think about these? The only word I have for it is like cute. <laughs> oh, that's it. Have you, have you ever, um, have you ever used these? No. Okay. Okay. They're fun. They're, I mean. They're perfect for the like we were talking about earlier when you guys were, were chatting. I was telling guys it's a it's a good prison wallet carry. It's great for that if it's if it's right, you know. Do you know what the prison wallet is? <laughs> she was an MP. I imagine she does. Um, can you explain it to me because the I have prison like, wallet. The prison wallet. Okay, I'm gonna let Babyface explain. <laughs> oh it God, how do I explain the prison wallet? It's, it's What's the prison? Butt. It's, your, it's your butt. You know, or you go to prison, you gotta sneak something in. It goes <laughs> up your butt. <laughs> I thought they checked for stuff up there. Well, you, know. you were the you were the uh, you were the, the military police, right? You were a police officer. You didn't, you never had to do that, huh? <laughs> Snap the glove. I'm gonna oh, knock on some wood. And make sure <laughs> yeah, that. Air Force guys don't do that, huh? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm like, I need an assist over here. Yeah, exactly. Somebody <laughs> lower rate me. That's maybe that's Navy that you gotta check lots of prison wallets. Or whatever, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick, where did you get this thing, prison wallet, for? You've have never you ever, heard that before. Have you ever had to? Does does like your fiance go? Hey, honey, can you just put this in the prison wallet? In the prison wallet, we're gonna steal this today. No. <laughs> you know where I actually? <laughs> there's a there's a YouTube channel. Oh, and I can't remember his name. The guy's name is Big Herc. It's a this big black guy that went to prison for like 20 years, and he tells stories about going to prison. Uh, and I think I got it on YouTube. Him. Yeah, on he's on YouTube. <laughs> oh man! Yes. After, no, I can't think of what his why, name is, but he's really you, funny. Split listen, lids. you look at the weirdest stuff on YouTube. Oh man! Why, somebody out why? there! I guarantee somebody in the chat has watched his channel, Big Herc. Come but on, I, somebody I, tell I, me you watch Big Herc. I don't understand you, Patrick. Oh why man! Why are you looking at dudes talking about? Pre- are you like? Is this preparation? Are you? Is this what's, research what's this for channel? when you're in prison? No, it's just interesting. I'm never. You know, knock on wood, I have no intentions of ever going to prison. So it's interesting to hear from somebody that's been on the inside. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. By the way, Dr. F says, um, hey, Hank, there's a guy up here with your haircut. I saw him at Panera last night and almost walked up and said, hi, Hank, how are you? So, yeah, there's lots of people jacking up my, my mohawk now. Out there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm trendsetter. What can I say? Trendsetter. So. Uh, CB says Big Herc is great. I'm telling you, it's it's uh, Fresh Out is the name of his, his YouTube channel. Uh, he's, have he's you ever watched this kind of stuff, Avery? No, right? <laughs> I, yeah. I love trashy YouTube. Yeah. Has it ever, like, have you ever just been sitting there bored one day going, man, I would like to see what happens in prison from Big Herc. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want break Big Herc to tell me about his prison purse. But now, after this live, I You're think... Gonna yeah, you're gonna have to go look it up. It's interesting. Yeah, uh, here's what I think we should do, Patrick. We should do Babyface P watches. Babyface P's EDC, like uh, you know, what is it? Uh, prison, prison, prison EDC, prison purse, <laughs> prison <laughs> wallet prison EDC. Purse. <laughs> God. You know, like what do you when you go into prison? What do you EDC in your in your prison wallet? So there you go. Get Big Herc on the show. We'll ask him about about prison. No, wallets. I don't want to ever meet Big Herc. He he sounds like a funny. Guy. Come on, I'll no, see the channel no, afterwards. I just, no thanks. 
<laughs> I don't, quote of the night hank i don't ever want to meet big herc <laughs> yeah, if i meet him something has gone wrong in my life i've made a serious deviation or miscalculation oh, God. from the plan this this show has gone off the rails very quickly <laughs> it wasn't me <laughs> at least yeah at least it oh, wasn't yeah. you okay yeah just maintain your innocence yeah. uh, maintain your innocence um so okay lola wanted to know how was that p365 we just tested one i think i'm going to release the video tonight or at some point here we were testing one up against the glock 43 how was the the p365 for you so initially, I have to say I had a lot of bias because of the issues that they had. And I have been carrying the 43 for so long. But after a lot of quality range time, <laughs> I actually like it. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Somebody. You're like, so, spit it out. <laughs> Hank, and, Hank and Lola had trouble with theirs. I've carried mine for six or eight months now. And I've had a thousand rounds through it. No problems. Hank and Lola got one in, and it sounds like you guys have had nothing but problems. So, oh really? What yeah, it seems. Like, you guys had? Huh? What issues did you guys have? Uh, well, it's me. I was the one shooting. I think Lola actually did some shots um, uh, on camera, but I didn't put them in the video. Um, the prop. First of all, I don't think there is no undercut in it, so it doesn't really fit my hand. I like the Glock Forty Three better. It's uh, for baby hands, like Babyface P, and you know yourself. I'm sure you have. Nice, dainty hands, <laughs> you know? So I think that's one thing, but the problem we had with it was uh, we had misfeeds and uh, failure to failure to feed and, and jams, different things like that going on, especially in the beginning. It kind of got a little bit better um, once we put, I don't know, like around a hundred rounds through it, but that's the kind of stuff that I saw. I liked, I liked the accuracy of it. I don't like the trigger of it. The trigger is kind of weird. It's different. Yeah, the trigger it's, it's, feel I'm not a fan of. Especially if you're really used to Glocks, it's completely different. It feels very different from any Glock trigger. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if there's a break-in period on that one. I'll definitely give it a go again. But what you guys see in the video is what happened the first time I was shooting it. So, you know, yeah, it is what it is. A couple months to get used to it. I Obviously, I had to carry it. Um, but I had shot it before I started to carry it. And I just, I like it especially for concealed carry, mm -hmm. you know, okay. I don't have, um, a large frame. I'm not skinny, but I don't have a, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it made it really easy to be able to conceal and I like the mag capacity. Okay. So did you have any problems loading the magazine? That's one of the things I noticed with it as well. Hank's, Hank says I have baby hands, but he can't load a 10 round magazine. Now you said baby face. You said <laughs> that you had problems loading the magazine in the beginning. It's, it's stiff. It's stiff when you first start, Don't but front. it, the, it was a lot. Break in. Yeah. It was a lot like, you know, trying to put something in your prison purse or, prison <laughs> or whatever. So but here, the thing was you had problems after like the fifth round. I only had issues once I got to like the eighth or ninth round when it started getting real stiff yeah now i noticed on on five rounds after that it was like you know we started having problems getting it, them in there and we could but i could never get to i think i usually just got up to eight never got to nine or ten i think one time i did i did get to ten but mm. yeah so that's did you notice any problems like that with the magazine spring no, um, I had my husband load my, no, I was joking. I was <laughs> no, tell us the truth. If that's what you do, fess up to it. No, because I'm all about once I get to the range, I'm there for a mission and I want to get there. I want to get whatever I need to get done, done and leave. 
And so he would stay there all day if he could. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, let's hurry up and load. <laughs> but um, no, I didn't have that issue. Okay. But, you know, sometimes, you know, at work when I'm loading, like I just get really used to like really pushing down and when I'm loading. But um, those new mags can be a pain to load. Mm-hmm. Oh, OK. There you go. OK. Um, l- l- all the 365 people out there, did you have problems with the magazines? <laughs> all three of us. <laughs> We're <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple. I saw a couple of people out there like, oh, I love my 365. I'm not trying to say anything bad about it. Just showing you guys stuff. So and definitely for me, if I try a gun and I have issues with it, I'm not going to start carrying it. I need to. No, yeah, no, that. I, I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Um, so DC2 Megaboo says get an Uplula. Yeah, you have one of those. Oh, uh, I got your Uplula right here. Oh, oh here we go. <laughs> <laughs> don't you don't you have one sitting around the, the house somewhere? Um, no. It's one of those I, ones that you like pinch and. Yeah, you know what? I probably do. You're right. I, I think <laughs> you do. We just it's probably buried somewhere. Yeah, I think I do have an Uplula loader somewhere around there. You're like, I need so. like five of them. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, those things are very necessary. Very necessary. So, um, okay, let's see. What else should we do? You, do you guys want to, do you ever get into current news and things like that? Are you following any news stuff out there? I don't follow a lot of news. Um, I do follow a few things um, online. Uh, I don't really talk about a lot of politics, though, because of my current job. I like to stay um, even keel. <laughs> okay. I, I support my president. Um, that is my boss. And I'm here to protect and serve. Okay. All right. Totally 100% understood. Um, but let's look at, like, the truth about guns. Let's see, you know, what's what's popping on the truth about guns. A truth about guns, there is an article. You of Chicago students outraged as cops apprehend armed robbery suspects on campus. Why are they outraged? So, so I don't uh, I don't know. On Monday, Chicago police chased a trio of armed robbery suspects onto the University of Chicago campus. Set of thanks from students for removing the three dangerous criminals. Cops caught all manner of condemnation from them. Hmm. I would just let him go then. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, okay, here you go. Yeah, I would just, <laughs> that's what, that's the kind of policing we need nowadays. If people get mad, I would just go, here you go. You're, you're free to go, sir. You, I really feel like um, cops have one of those jobs, you know, it's kind of like a thankless job. Oh, completely. Um, people really don't care or they want to talk crap. And then when someone is robbing them or they need something and mm-hmm. then they want you to hurry and respond, but. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously it's their job to protect and serve, but we have to still show thanks because they're putting their lives out there for us every single day. Yeah, seriously. And not all cops are bad. We have good and bad with everyone in every yeah. occupation. Right. Everywhere. <laughs> and I think so, you have to think about like your neighborhood. Um, you know, think about your neighborhood. If, if you feel like the cops aren't serving you in your neighborhood, there's something you can do about that if you take responsibility for that. And if, okay. and if you live in a neighborhood where you feel like the, the police officers there are serving you, then I think, you know, you should, you should have some appreciation for that as well. You know, go ahead. I'm sorry. Cut you off. I was just going to say, so the, the one tweet that came out says uh, we should we should arm the working class and disarm the pigs. And then somebody right below it commented, oh, that's absolutely right. I'd even go as far as to say that that right should be enshrined in writing, possibly even in the form of a bill. 
<laughs> yeah, the irony, the irony. I know. I know. It's uh, college kids. Not, yeah, I, I was not, there. I remember it. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm really big on uh, educating people on being proactive. I like for people to be proactive because then you don't, you may not necessarily need to call the cops. And for me, if I do need to call the cops, I want to call the cops and I want to actually have a story to tell them versus mm-hmm. someone has killed me or now I'm a victim. I've been possibly shot, possibly raped. And those are the types of things that it will take a long time to deal with. And why not be able to protect yourself versus waiting on the 15 to 20 minutes that they may have to respond to you? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That point of no return, right? There's certain things that you don't come back from. Even if you survive it, you're going to have to live with that yeah. forever. And, oh, yeah. Uh, 100%. You know, and, and we just need people to be more respectful to each other. I mean, I know right now we're dealing with like the anniversary of Parkland's coming up. So you're going to see the media doing oh, a heavier push for gun control and get rid of the assault weapons and all that kind of craziness out there. I think that's a very dangerous move in a lot of places. And look, for example, a state like Florida cannot afford to put as many police officers out there as New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and those places. To be honest with you, they can't afford it. So because what they have is basically people uh, that are that are nannies for everyone instead of most people being able to fend for themselves. And then, in, you know, in the extreme case, you have to call the police, right? And then, I mean, let's throw on top of that, that their pay isn't really that good. Yeah. Here in Gainesville, their pay is awful. <laughs> it's really bad. They're actually, it's so bad that the city of Gainesville is having trouble hiring people because they're all leaving for county jobs. Um, oh, and they, did, hey, did you see, uh, again, a bit off topic, but back maybe December, November, we had to, city of Gainesville had to suspend its SWAT team and allow county to take over the SWAT responsibility. Did they suspend them or did, did a bunch of them quit? Did a bunch of them quit for, for political and pay reasons. Right. And they had to suspend the SWAT program. And they basically said, county's going to have to take over SWAT for the time being until we figure something out. So yeah. no, totally. Cops are, cops and teachers, both are completely under. I was just going to say that. Too, <laughs> too. Like, yep. Um, I really appreciate my children's teachers. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that, um, you know, I think what needs to happen in a lot in most places now in, in places like New York City and stuff like that, there's some police uh, police officers. You know, to be honest with you, there's sanitation people and people that work for the tr- uh, transportation and stuff like that in New York City that make a ton of money based on unions and all, you know, all that kind of craziness. But that doesn't really happen everywhere. I think that what should happen in most places is you should have fewer cops that are better paid, better trained and prepared to do their job. And then the citizenry should be able to do most things for themselves. They should be able to protect themselves. But you have these kinds of situations going on in places where the people can't defend themselves. Mm -hmm. So therefore, uh, criminals out there know that, hey, it's, you know, we can go after these guys because they're dependent on these people. So if we know when they're coming and going or whatever, we can go take advantage of people. No one's going to do anything about it. So, you know. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Jake Delahome says even just uh, Jesse Smollett goes to the police for help. I don't know who that is. Just uh, uh, that's the guy. I I think he's an actor. That's the guy that said he was beat up by some uh, MAGA people. Was it was it real or was it a lie? Yeah, he's an actor that (laughs) says that he was jumped by these MAGA people in Chicago. You never you didn't never heard about that? No. Is this recent? 
Yeah, he's on some TV show, but I think oh. he's, a, he's a black um, gay actor. Avery, that... you laugh, but at this point with like the things that just came out with uh, with the MAGA kids and the Indian guy, like can anything believe be believed? Like, yeah. really? Um, I think even the hip hop community believes this guy's lying, to be honest with you. They think so? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I was looking at Joe Budden's has a big podcast um you know in in the in the hip hop community are you into rap music at all are you into hip hop avery yeah no you are okay <laughs> you don't have to be embarrassed that's okay no <laughs> i love me some tupac i love biggie but then I, <laughs> but then i can also go r&b and mellow out <laughs> oh, okay you don't listen to any of the uh, younger folks out there like future Mom, you mean 21 savage you know migos i do but sometimes it's like what my kids are like Oh, that's that's the new song, and I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! When we have kids, we're gonna judge them so hard because, especially yeah, Marley, her taste in music is so specific. She's yeah. gonna be like, "What are you listening to? That sounds like trash." Yeah, one of my <laughs> sons only listens to classical music. My what youngest is it really. Yeah, that's all huh. he listens to. I hear. Yeah, when he starts driving, he puts on classical music. And Hank's like, like, "What? This is Where no did, kid of mine." You did not come from my loins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's probably because I like hip hop music so much that they're like, oh, this is old man music. Yeah, I pushed him in the other direction. Yeah. So what hip hop do you listen to? Who, me? I listen to everything. I listen to everything. I, I came here in the 80s, grew up in the 80s, so I like all the 80s stuff. But I also like the new stuff. I like some Migos things, you know. Um, uh, I like uh, I like Big Sean. Big Sean's pretty cool. Cool yeah. rapper out there. Um you know, I, you know what? I used to like Drake, but I think that he's just like drones on. Like every, Drake just does the same melody. The it same is no, thing. they all it drives me same. crazy now. Ugh. Yeah, I have to switch the radio off or yep. whatever when it's like monotone all the way across the song. Yeah, I'm more of like a Pusha T fan, to be honest with you. You know, and I I agree with you. Yes, there's some crazy things out there. So, um, by the way, did you guys see that Twenty One Savage got released? I don't know if you even. Knew oh, did he? That. Did they? Did they ever? say what happened and why um well they released him on on bond oh so he's still... still trying to deport him okay yeah back to england so they're still trying to deport him but he got released on Bond. i think jay-z got a really uh highfalutin lawyer for him and that lawyer got him got him out of detention otherwise he would be in detention until they figured out what they're going to do with him so i mean that's um, um, yeah, hard to say yeah, you know, you don't know what's going to happen here because ultimately, if you've committed a whole bunch of felonies and things like that, if you're a nuisance, you know, that's a problem. Unless they decide, hey, this guy's famous, so we'll just let him do whatever he wants. That's all well and good until someone gets killed. Jafari H says Wu Tang is where it's at. Wu Tang, yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw someone say Ghetto Boys. Yeah, it's always <laughs> Ghetto Boys. That's old school. That's old school. Yeah, that goes way back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I go way, way back in that stuff. I remember when uh, Puffy actually, because one of my was, friends I went to high school. that? Yeah. <laughs> you remember Puffy. when he was actually called that? <laughs> yeah, when he was called Puffy. Yeah, because one of my friends was the first artist that uh, Puffy ever signed. Um, Father MC, we went to high school together. So I don't know if you guys, you guys are too young to have ever heard of <laughs> Father MC, but you can Google him and you would see, we, <laughs> you know, he went to my high school, Far Rockaway High School in Queens, New York. And um, he was, here's what happened. I remember that um, Father MC would, would bring 
Um, like he brought Mary J. Blige, Jodeci, all those folks. He would bring them to Far Rockaway and stuff like that to see what fame looked like because they no one knew who they were. So now we're living in the flip in the total reverse of that, right? Where most people do not know who Father MC is, yeah. but we all know who um, Mary J. Blige is, mm-hmm. Jodeci, et cetera. So that's how like way back. So uh, someone says that uh, Curtis Delahome says Curtis Blow basketball. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, see, DC2 Megaboo says Father MC classic. Went to, <laughs> I went to high school with him. So I remember when he like he was he was telling us, he's like, yeah, man, I'm going to be famous. <laughs> we're like, OK, whatevs. And the next thing I know, he was on Soul Train. He was on um, what is the name of uh, that guy that was friends with Eddie Murphy um, that had a talk show? Oh, man. Arsenio Hall. He was yeah. on Arsenio Hall, Soul Train, you know, all that stuff. And I was like, wow, Father MC was actually in a Playgirl magazine because he, he had like a schlong. He had, you know, so Playgirl magazine That's actually put him in the centerfold. <laughs> how, how do you know this? Hey, you got a, you got a copy hanging somewhere? We went to, I'm telling you, we went to school together. So I know all the, I think he lives out in California. The last time I spoke to him, he lives somewhere out on the West Coast now. Probably Oakland or something like that. So, yeah. And a lot of my friends like danced for different rap group, groups and stuff like that. And, um, like LL Cool J, I remember him coming to my school. One of my friends was good friends with him. So I kind of, that's, I kind of grew up in that eighties hip hop thing. You know, I graduated high school in 1988. So I don't even know if, were you guys even born then? Maybe you were like two, three years old <laughs> at that point. Right. So oh. you were, you weren't even old enough to play with Barbie dolls yet, Avery. Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> you were playing with Barbie dolls from the very beginning, huh? I was. <laughs> okay, very cool. What? So, so I think you told us. Uh, what other things are you into out there? You know, what what other stuff do you get into other than shooting? Shooting. Um, I'm very active with my kids' school. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. um, do they go to private school or public school? They go to public school. I'm trying to toughen them up. <laughs> okay. Private school is pretty, pretty tough. That'll do it. No, <laughs> public school in Tampa. Who? Oh, um, I have my oldest is in a magnet school, but the okay. magnet school seems to be a tad bit rough as well. <laughs> yeah. Every school now, every, everything. So I, um, I went to Chamberlain and I hear here it's gone downhill since I was there. I think okay. everything's going downhill. <laughs> I watched I watched yeah. one girl, one black girl smash another black girl's face into a, like a plate glass window one time. Oh. She like grabbed her by the back of the head and was just like crash right into the window. And I was like, Poop, going that way. I got to get to class. It's the other reaction. So when you <laughs> went to when you went to school in Tampa, what was the like racial divide? Was it like a lot of black people, white people or even mix? We had a pretty even mix even, for me. Yeah. And people um, didn't get along back then, huh? Uh, I think I think it was like self divided, like so. So I was in like the AP program, so you pretty much only hung out with like the other AP kids, the other nerds. <laughs> Say it, nerds. Yeah, um, but beyond that, I I think you, I don't know. People just kind of hung with who they knew, I guess. So it wasn't like it was racially divided on purpose, but it's just everybody who. You knew who you knew and you just hung out with them. So, yeah, I think we naturally divide. Yeah, I think that's just how it is. Yeah. It's like a lot of people said about the TV show Friends that that's not representative of New York or not at the time. 
because these friends like just had white friends and they didn't really have any black friends. <laughs> yeah. And that's not, that's not really true. That's how New York was. I don't know how it is today, but I could tell you at that time, that's pretty much how it was. Everyone just separated into their own, you know, you, you would see some people who were friends, you know, cross uh, racial lines and things like that, but that's pretty much how it goes. You know, what do you think about that, Avery? I know you're quiet here. <laughs> I don't know if this is one of those things. No, um, <clears throat> I grew up in the country in North Carolina and I hung out with everyone and, you know, joining the military straight out of high school, it was pretty much the same thing. A lot of different people. And I can't really afford to really see color because I need to be able to depend on these people to protect me. And I need to be able to go to war with them and know that regardless of anything, it's based on being there for each other. Yeah. So when you were in high school, like, you know, were you a cheerleader? Did you, were you AP, like babyface P? Were you zing wing? <laughs> you know. Z- zing wing? What the hell is that? Is that an old term or that's, something? Uh, yeah, that's an old school term. I've never I guess heard that's that that like one. the short bus. <laughs> is that really? I don't know what I've they call it here. What do they call that in the South? Tell me. <laughs> What is that, Avery? What do they call it? Zing wing. Huh? Zing wing, yeah. I've never heard um, of that one. I think they just call it short bus. Yeah, I've heard short bus. I've never heard zing wing. No. Yeah, zing wing. <laughs> Some New York people out there will back me up on that one. That's what we call the kids that were oh, special. Man. So, yeah, what were you? In, were you were you a jock? Were you a cheerleader? Um, I was in a band. Ah, me too. Oh, we would have gotten along great. <laughs> what instrument did you play? I played the trombone. Okay. All right. Yeah. Nice, nice. I nice. wanted to play the flute. I'll never forget this. I wanted to, my mom's probably watching this. She's going to be like, oh, <laughs> oh, wait. Now you tell us your mom is oh, God. This. Oh, God. She's going to think poorly of both of us. <laughs> okay. We apologize. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> huh? um, so I wanted to play the flute because it was so little, you know, and they were like, your lips are just too big to play the flute. And I was like, what? God. Okay. Oh, that's really horrible. That is terrible. And there's lots of things, but since you said your mom is watching, I'm not getting into any of that. So (laughs) (laughs) So the rest of the show is going to be censored. (laughs) (laughs) I will try, but that's only going to last about five minutes (laughs) before I forget. Okay. So, so then what was what was it that made you when you got out of high school go into the military instead of going off to college? I don't know if you've gotten if you've gotten any college uh, credits, education, anything like that. So I joined the military because I don't think I've really ever publicly talked about this, but I went to uh, college weekend. You know, when you go when you check out the college with a couple of my friends and I hope they're not watching. And it was the HBCU and it was like, it was a crazy weekend. Like all people were doing was just having sex. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, (laughs) I was like, I'm not going to wake up for class. Like I can't do this. And when I was in high school, um, as soon as I was able to legally get a job, I got a job and I worked all throughout high school. And I really saw the amount of people who were, and I worked at Captain D's. (laughs) I've never eaten there before. Yeah, I always see it, it when we go to North Carolina. <laughs> Captain D's. It's like Captain a D's. it's like it's a like Long John Silver down here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I have. I've never had it before. I always see it when we go up to North Carolina. 
It's really mm-hmm. good though, by the way. Okay, I'm gonna have to try uh, so it next time. I worked there when I was in high school and I just saw the amount of people putting in job applications. And at that time there were paper applications and I would be a tad bit nosy when they would drop them off at times. And I would see there were a lot of people who had college degrees and they were applying to work somewhere like that. So I didn't really wanna waste time and go to college and possibly not be able to get a job. So I just decided to join the Air Force and I had wanted to be a cop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very cool. Okay. Um, Master Sergeant Poppy USAF says, Avery, great job. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. There you go. There you go. Lots of love out there. I'm trying to see if there's any. Um... There's, still, there's still conversations going on about music right now. <laughs> Rodney Brady says, Puffy used to dance for him. I don't know who he's, who he's talking about, but they're Puffy. clearly still talking about. No, no, no. For him. He just says for him. I don't know who, he's, who the him is. Oh. Uh, but they're uh, they're clearly still talking about music. Yeah, Puffy. I, I saw someone said that they started out with Uptown MCA, and that's what uh, record label Father M- MC was on Uptown MCA. And and Puffy was like an intern or something like that, and then he started doing things. He got too big for his britches around like the Biggie time. I've I've met Biggie uh, a couple of times before he died. Uh, he was really cool. Let me see. Um, I'm trying to see what other people are talking about instruments. Yeah, you know, when you're when in band, you don't get to choose your instruments, you know, you, you don't get to be cool. You think. <laughs> I learned that the hard way. <laughs> yeah, you think. I guess it's like, uh, from what I hear from people in the military, you think you're going into the Air Force and you're going to be flying fighter jets and A-10 warthogs or something like that, I'm right? That does that. Oh, you do? Okay. But everyone thinks they're going to get that real sexy job, right? <laughs> he yeah. he was he was the only one that he was like, when he went in, he was like, this is what I'm doing. And he, I guess he aced all of his exams because he got to choose what he wanted to fly. But I don't, you know what's funny is I actually don't know what he flies. I saw some pictures of him the other day in a helicopter, no, some sort of plane, prop plane, but he's some pilot in the, in the Air Force. Yeah. But no, yeah, it's pretty rare. It's one of those things when you say I'm going to be a pilot in the Air Force, it's like I'm going to be a rock star. And most people are like, oh, the likelihood of that's pretty slim. Yeah, I think the pilots have that requirements. I'm sorry. They, go actually, ahead. Um, they had a shortage on pilots there, so they've been oh. looking for pilots. Hank, it's our time to shine. Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, you don't want me to be a pilot. Yeah. <laughs> Does the pilot have control of releasing the bombs and missiles and stuff? <laughs> He Hank would just bomb everything. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot fine. first. Ask questions. <laughs> that building needs to come down. I don't like yeah. it. It's yeah. eyeing me. <laughs> yeah. How does that? How did that work though in the Air Force? Like, um, do, is it? Am I correct in that? Like, what you wanted to do has nothing to do with what you actually do, or? It depends on the needs of the Air Force. You take a test, and depending on your score of the test, then you get to pick from a certain amount of jobs. And I wanted to I wanted to be a cop. I didn't have anyone that had been in the military that could tell me abort, abort, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I wanted to be a cop. So someone suggested that I just be a cop in the military because it would be safer. And I was like, why not? So um, I did that for a bit. And then I hit a crossroads where I wanted to do something different. And I decided, why not be a firearms instructor? And I'm the type of person where people would tell me that I can't do something. And it just makes me want to do it even more. Oh, hell yeah. OK. Uh, was it was it not pleasant being a cop in the Air Force? I know I have a friend that um, his whole family are Marines. And, and when he was in the Marines, he was an MP. And he tells me that that was like the most miserable job because he did not like locking up other people that served. What I will say is I think it's just like being a 
cop outside. It's one of those types of things where people really do not think about you. Like they're out in all types of elements. They're out during the holidays and they want you to protect the base. Absolutely. But they don't really think about the things that you have to do and the types of people that you have to encounter. It's not an easy job at all. Okay. So shout out to all the security forces out there that are holding down all the bases. Yeah. Cause you probably have to wind up being the bad guy, right? To, to everyone else. I'm yeah, assuming. you're the bad That's guy, but felt. you're actually like the good guy. But right, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But everyone thinks, oh, I'm getting locked up. Was there a lot of that going on? Lots of people getting locked up because they weren't doing the right thing. I don't think we have. Uh, I know here where I am, we don't, there's not a lot of crime that's going on, but you only have um, a certain caliber, I guess I would say, of people that can come onto insulation. So they normally know what they can and cannot do. Okay. Uh, Mike Bryant says, uh, my brother-in-law was an MP in the USAF. He now runs base security. Nice. So um, there you go. Uh, You know what? We've had those discussions before about whether or not people are allowed to carry. Is that something you can discuss? Because I know there's there's rules and regulations about being able to carry on the bases, right? It depends on the installation. And um, there's a very select few of people who can carry on the bases. And it's normally the cops. Okay. Um, and, and we've had some incidents. We haven't seen anything like that, thankfully, lately. But it, I think, what was it? Uh, we were, there was we had that one in Texas a couple year. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when, when those kinds of things come up, do you guys, you know, well, you're not doing it anymore, right? But I'm assuming there would have to be a whole bunch of extra training or this thing. That thing yeah, there's on. things that you have to do. And the cops that are uh, guarding the bases, they have a lot of training. They are required to fire their firearms X amount of times per year and get a certain amount of training. And I mean, I would want that type of person actually being able to carry on base versus someone who you have no idea how often they train. OK, OK. You know what? Let's let's switch and talk a little bit about this, like this side of what you do now being in the gun industry. How long have you been doing this again? Next right. month, it will be a year. A year. OK, cool. so Thanks. how how has it been? Have we all treated you awesomely? <laughs> oh, lots of silence. Oh, God. I have not had a lot of people treat me ill. Um, initially, I had a lot of men that were. I guess, challenging me, they, without looking at my history, they just assumed that I was a veteran who just decided to teach people how to shoot, but without knowing that I'm an actual firearms instructor and I've been through several courses and I've been doing it for a very long time. But other than that, that was probably the hardest part of it, um, getting to talk to everyone, getting people to really not judge you by the way that you look. Uh, is another part of it. And I just like interacting with everyone. And I was able to uh, meet a lot of people at SHOT Show. And that was nice because it was nice to see the people who you see online and actually be able to put a face with a name and talk to them in person. Okay. Yeah. Who Who's the nicest person you met at SHOT Show? <laughs> Jesus. This isn't hey. a baited question at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I base my questions If you didn't know, Hank loves to go fishing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one person that I really wanted to meet at SHOT Show was Julie Gollop, and I was able to meet her, and she was the sweetest person ever. And I didn't expect her to be so down to earth 
and nice, but she was very nice and down to earth. And when I met you though, it was, we kind of ran into each other and I was like, Oh, Hey Hank, how are you? And I'm like, Oh, you probably don't know who I am. And you're like, Oh, Hey, how are you? I mean, you took a picture and I didn't expect so many people to really be down to earth. I expected them to kind of be stuck up. Um, some of the people that should have been down to earth were stuck up and then people, (laughs) there are those. I kind of noticed that, but, Mm -hmm. um, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. Okay. Yeah. Julie, Julie Golub, very nice person. I can attest to that. Always, very always sweet. very nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, professional. And I think um, she was in the military. I can't, I can't remember uh-huh. if it was Army. I think it was Army. Oh, okay. Um, she looks okay. like she would make you a, a cup of sweet tea and want to talk about stuff. I'm <laughs> just hey. looking at Julie Golub. Yeah, she's really nice. <laughs> Yeah, she'll make you some cookies. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, she has that look about her. She looks really <laughs> yeah. sweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I've been, um, I was trying to think of a way. I think my one year Skip Tactical Solutions anniversary kind of snuck up on me. That year flew by and I've been able to meet so many nice people and I've been out in the community and I've been networking and I teach classes. I try to teach uh, two classes a month. I don't want to put too much on my plate because like I said, I still have a full-time job, but um I have a lot of private lessons, which I encourage people to, you know, get together with people that they are comfortable with. And I've, I have quite a few families who take training together. So it may be the dad, the mom and the two kids, and they want to learn together. And I mean, those are the types of things that really, for lack of a better word, to sound like a mom, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it really just warms my heart that people are actually educating their children And they're doing things like this as a family because you can really spend some good quality time together. And I tell women sometimes, you know, even if you don't want to go to the range with him, just go like that will really mean a lot to him that you're going to go with him. And, you know, sometimes he doesn't want to go to the mall with you, but he goes to the mall with you. But for me and my husband, we've had a lot of good quality time at the range. And, you know, sometimes you critique each other and you help each other. But, you know, you're really growing those skills. Yeah. Um, I just say, just say no to the mall. That's, that's what I say. <laughs> just say no to the mall. <laughs> Amazon prime. Yeah. Oh, I hate the mall. The mall, the mall is evil. Um, but I do agree with what you're saying. Yes. You know, I think that, um, I think a lot of guys out there, we're, we're trying, we want, we want you to be safe and there's only so much we could do to keep you safe. Ultimately okay. you have to keep yourself safe and the rest of the family in the home. So it, it, it makes feel, it makes guys feel more comfortable to find that, you know, they're, and, and I hate to sound like sexist or misogynistic or something about it, but it makes them feel comfortable to know that their women are able to take care of themselves. Most guys, oh, hell yeah, I think should be that way. Yeah. You and know? I, um, at times when I am talking to women, um, sometimes they really don't understand like, and sometimes it's just the way that you're communicating, you know, like you need to go get trained because I said so, or you need to go get trained. And it's, I will tell them to talk to them and explain to them why they want them to be trained. Because if I'm at work or if I'm out of town and I'm traveling and something happens to you, then I wouldn't know how to handle it. Or, you know, I, I would be crushed that I was not there as your husband or as your whatever to um, save you. Yeah. Also, like for me, if I'm getting beat down, I want Lola to put shots in people. Yes. <laughs> that's that's all. It's, it's really true, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, 
All right, listen, DC2 Mega Boost wants to know if you met Colin Noir at, at uh, SHOT Show. So I did meet him at SHOT Show. Um, he kind of surprised me, walked up on me and said hello and everything. And I really didn't want to fangirl out with anyone <laughs> at SHOT Show. So I, I was like, hi, how are you? Did you, you play it cool? I played yeah. it very cool. And I did not ask for a picture. And my husband was like, why didn't you? Why? Why? Yeah, you, you know? should have. And I was like, well, I'm sure I'll see him again one day. So, yeah, um, yeah I didn't ask for a picture, but I should have. Yeah, he's very nice, and he would absolutely take a picture with you. He's a very nice guy. Um, so that leads me to the question, who was uh, more attractive, me or Colin Noir? <laughs> I can't be same. <laughs> uh, no, no, can't be same. Can't be same. I know I was definitely taller. You were. <laughs> and we actually have, I think we have two or three pictures together. Yeah. We have uh, a really no. nice selfie together. Oh, we do. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah you got it. Um, yeah, I remember you took a selfie for your husband. Yeah. So I remember that, but I haven't seen it. So you know, Colin oh, Noir is a very nice guy, by the way. He's incredibly. He's a very, very nice guy. Um, and one of the things, like when we talk about a bunch of stuff, the NRA and all of that, where where I'm, I'm not happy with the NRA. There's folks out there that are not happy with it. I don't think people realize how much that whole thing really is a is a like a point of pain for him. You know, I think that he, he takes it to heart that lots of people are coming down on him based on the fact that he works for them or works with them. However, however you want to put it, you know, that's his, that's his day job. So, and the, and all these people were loving him. He was w working for the NRA and when he, when they were saying good things and we a hundred percent agreed with them, everyone was loving him. And now people are kind of like turning on him, but he's a human being. He's a very nice person. So, you know, I'm just trying to get folks out there to think about that. And I say a lot of stuff about the NRA. I'm not a huge fan. You know, I think Babyface, you and I were talking about that recently. Yeah. So I did find out uh, the other day that I don't have to be a member to be an instructor. So I'm not going to be a member. <laughs> I'm not going to re-up. I'm probably going to, uh, instead of paying for my annual membership to the NRA, I'll probably put it to the GOA instead. Yeah, absolutely. And and people out there, you guys can make your decisions. There's lots of organizations to support. Um, you know, one of the things that I kind of agree with Lucretia on last night is that she's like, she's like, what are you going to do? You've got to, someone's got to get out there and fight these people. Mm -hmm. and it takes money. You know, we're going up against Bloomberg money. Bloomberg brags about how much money he put into elections mm -hmm. and got people elected. And those people are now putting gun control on you. What was mm -hmm. it? One hundred and twenty million. Something that like that. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, you guys want to think about that a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um, so how was how was the industry side of it, Avery? Uh, how are the manufacturers and stuff like that with you? Um, there's a couple of companies that I am a dealer for. And, you know, they were able to talk to me. You know, I've interacted with them over the phone or over email and they were very nice. Um, so were, do you, do you have an FFL? I do not. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I do not have a actual facility. Um, I work out of a couple of different places, so I don't have an FFL here where I am, uh, for residential, it would be really hard. Um, the industry was what I kind of expected. Um, you know, I went to some of the parties and, you know, being from Florida, going to some of those parties, it was just super late for me. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to get my sleep. Yeah. 
But um, it was just nice to talk to people on that level. I was surprised at how many people actually knew who I was. And I think because I've been so active on social media, but I've been so active on social media because I don't have an actual facility and I wanted to get my message out there and I want to just spread the good word about personal protection. Yeah, I think also you're doing a good job. You know, you're very uh, professional and you got it together, you know, um, you're very you. articulate. I'm messing with you, but, you know, uh, people think that's like a bad word to say you're articulate. <laughs> really? No, it's not a bad there was, word. There was a whole thing word. about that, wasn't there? And what, yeah. like somebody said somebody's articulate and it was a shit show. Well, I think some people there's some black people that don't like to be called articulate. Like, Hank. don't be calling me. Don't be calling me no articulation. Hank, you are very inarticulate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can articulate with the best of them. <laughs> with the best of them. <laughs> there were a few companies that I had wanted to, because I've reached out to companies and asked um, to get products. And I don't think I really understood how many people reached out to companies to ask for free products. But the mm. only reason why, um, if there's any product anyone ever sees on anything and I'm saying, hey, I like this product is because I actually believe in the product and I want to bring good products, good quality products to people so that they don't have to waste their money. And I mean, if I'm going to market their products, I would really like to get a free product. You know, I'm buying, <laughs> totally. I'm buying your product so I can market to people so that they can, they can buy it. But there's um, companies that I'm a dealer for because I believe in their products and I want to be able to bring it to um, my students and for the people who follow me, even if you're not local to Tampa, I, I have products on my website and I want you to be able to purchase from someone who you you know and that you trust. And I'm all about that trust factor because you only have one reputation. Yeah. Um, you know what I think it is? Um, it's It's kind of like it's always a delicate situation in the gun world. But I think that you have to establish a relationship with the companies. There are lots of folks out there who attempt doing this thing, and it's really just for the free stuff. I try to remind people that nothing is really free, right? Yeah. If someone's giving you something, they expect something from that. You know, so someone might say, okay, here's this thing, but now you have to go out there, take your time, ammo, arrange, whatever it is you've got. If you're making videos or making posts on social media, that's all work. That's all uh, manufacturing something that goes into that. And there's companies that don't respect that. Then there's companies as well that feel, oh, people just want to get free stuff from us. There's a whole bunch of different things going on here. So I think ultimately it's having a relationship. And, and with a lot of these companies, it's them seeing you over and over again and then looking you up or, or, or seeing your stuff out there and going, oh, I like this person. I like their approach to things, you know, and all of that takes time. And oh, yeah. It, it's really difficult to explain all of that to to the fans, the people that consume the content, that watch the stuff, to to people in the industry. It's like a whole thing that everyone gets into. But, you know, I think that's just part of the game. That's how it is. And I've been kind of explaining that to some of the people that follow me. Um, they're talking about the 43X. And I'm like, um, for me right now, I'm not willing to go purchase a 43X. If I were able to get my hands on one, then I could absolutely review it or whatever, but I'm not going to go buy it. But if sometimes I, people are expecting me to go out and buy a lot of these products or like I don't have a house full of guns or do I? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so a lot of these things, I would have to purchase it to review it for people. And sometimes I'm just not really willing to do it. Yeah. 
Yeah, there has to be there has to be a reason for you to do it. There has to be a churn. When I first started doing this, I was buying everything and we still buy stuff today. And, and there's people that send us things because we've been doing this for uh, for some time and they've seen what we do and all of that. But we, we were buying a lot of things. And in some cases, especially when they just come out, things are more expensive. If there's a high demand for them, then you get this thing. And then if now you have to get something else, you literally have to sell all those like sell this one thing or multiple things. I remember the first time I bought my first bullpup was a um, was a Tavor and I had to take in like like three or four guns plus money. You know, to get my hands on that Tavor because they were in such high demand at that time and all of that kind of all of that is what, you know, works into this stuff. So and something else that I want like so I don't want to be and I guess by some term you're, you're still an influencer, you know, but I want, I want to be an instructor. Like I, I heard someone say here recently that there's not a lot of in between. There's either I don't want to call gun bunnies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have the gun bunnies, and then you have people who are super tactical. Um, I have that super tactical background, but I want to teach the masses, and the masses are the average. American citizens who don't have that military experience or don't have a lot of experience. So um, I want to bring good quality products to those people. And yeah, I could post, you know, selfies and all that, but I want to actually tell them what's good about the product and what I like about the product so that when they go to purchase these products, they're actually informed about the products. And no one can ever pay me enough money to say, oh, this piece of crap is really good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think you bring a, to me, it seems like you bring a very unique perspective as well. Because I'm not, as much as Hank wants me to, I'm not going to go testing out all the concealed carry bras that are on the market to tell you which one, (laughs) which one works really well. That would be so awesome. So, yeah, no, it's totally, totally like a, a much needed perspective. Yeah. Uh, one quick thing, because I know we got to wrap up here. Uh, Tyvin did want to know, he's, he, he wants us to ask you if city people are easier to train versus a country person. <laughs> he says he finds city people are easier to train so? to shoot. Yeah. Tyvin says that. I don't know. That. I don't and, know. Yeah. I don't know. It depends on what your definition is of city. I don't know if Tyvin considers himself to be city or country. But what do you think about that, Avery? So I will say that I think when it comes to the country, they may have more experience with firearms or they may have grew up around that, right? But I've, my experience with people from the city, some of them have a lot of hangups when it comes to guns and it may be some um, bad habits or what they heard. And so I, I, I haven't really dealt with that. Hey, are you from the city or are you from the country? But I would imagine that it would be the city people would kind of have, you know, a lot of city crime. So they would have hangups in regards to guns. Yeah, I think it's perspective. Uh, first of all, Florida has no cities. So um, I, I, it would be very difficult. <laughs> I'm sorry. This, I don't know. Where do you consider to be a city in Florida? Orlando, Tampa, Miami. Those are towns. Jacksonville. Those, those are, are not towns. Those are cities. Those are villages. Just because it's not a major metropolitan area. <laughs> I'm just starting trouble. I'm just starting trouble deliberately. New Before Yorker. we go, I need We're to do something to, to aggravate people out there. Yeah. But I think it is true. I found that um, it, it depends where people are from. Like, I know my brother-in-law was here 
uh, from Maryland, and he didn't even want to touch a gun. He was he had all these hangups about it. I was like, look, I'm going to show you how to make this thing a piece of metal. That's what I'm trying to show you. I'm not trying to get you into guns or anything like that, but you're obviously scared. And I'm trying to demystify this for you. Mm-hmm. And he would not do anything. And I let it go because you can't, you know, if you try to force someone, it's almost like that girl. There's this thing in the news about these girls were jumping off of a bridge and this one girl didn't want to jump and her friend pushed her. And then she I broke. saw that. Yeah. So, I mean, that was pretty brutal. And she was really messed up from that. And I think it's the same thing. Don't push people into guns. But I know. But that's what I noticed. Uh, typically, someone from the country, you've done, you know, there's been hunting and guns and things like that going on. And you you don't have that super fear about everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know um, you were a male gun bunny. <laughs> someone says I'm a male gun bunny. Oh, oh, we no. all know he is. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he just hey, wants I'll to look good it. on camera. I'll take it. I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I will proudly, boom, wear that. Um, I think I called someone a, a male gun bunny out there. There are male gun bunnies. I think uh, Demolition Ranch. Yeah, that was bunny. the one. That was the one. Yeah. Um, I think I called. <laughs> I think I called the other day. I called uh, the Black Rambo a gun bunny. Oh God. I think so. I think uh, I don't know if you know who Black Rambo is. You probably met him this year. Yeah, I met him at Shot Show as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I um, watched that episode. Yeah, but I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. Listen, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with people being attracted. Whatever it is that brings people in, like for me, it might be you know a bodacious mohawk or something like that. You know, uh, just a great attitude. I don't know what the hell people like about me. Whatever it is that brings people in, there's nothing wrong with that. We're human beings. There's yeah. things that we see and they attract us and they pull us in. But then you have to have substance beyond that. I think. I think it would be a lot easier to be a gun bunny. I'm just saying. I, I probably. Yeah, I'm I'm on yeah. board with that. I think so yeah. too. It's not easy. It's not it's not an easy thing. You know, that's not an easy. There's nothing like people just think everything out there is easy. Oh no. Even just posting content to social media, I don't think people understand like actually getting your content together, posting it, making sure that it's quality content. There's actually time that's put into that. It's so exhausting. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm posting to my Facebook and my Instagram, that can take me 20 minutes to get yeah. everything posted to everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. When I first met Patrick Babyface, he thought this was all easy, everything that I did. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Now he's like, uh, dude, I'm not doing this. You can't, pay me. <laughs> they can't pay me to do this. I actually make money. I'm not going to get involved in, you know, I'm not getting this deep into it. So because we're friends, I think he does this stuff or whatever, but exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not, none, nothing is easy. Look, it's not easy for Kim Kardashian or black China or anyone out there. You got to get butt implants and you know, you've, you've got to get different operations and stay in the gym and eat properly. And I'm not willing to do yeah. that. Yeah, you, know, you can get selfie arm. People are getting selfie arm now. Ice cream right? is life for me. I can't do that. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah that's how it is. Listen, uh, I don't want to keep going here because we're way over. But um, I don't know if you had a good time, but I think we would like to get you to come back. Oh, I had a great time. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Yeah, this was oh. fun. Oh, you're welcome. Absolutely. So what I'm going to do is let Babyface uh, tell us what, you know, how people can get in touch with him. And then I'll save the best for last you. Uh, baby underscore face P on Instagram. That's my stuff. Um, right now I don't have a lot going on, but, uh, hopefully when parts for this come in, we'll have some more videos. Yeah. We need to see more selfies. It's a kink. 
Yeah. I did get a new phone, so I can actually do that now. <laughs> oh, look, you did get a phone. Yeah, okay, I got, awesome. a, got a, a new iPhone, so I can actually oh, do that. Oh, Sookie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lots of selfies coming. That's you right. Could do, you could do portrait in selfie mode now. Oh, man, I know. It's it's pretty awesome. Yeah. All right. Awesome. It's so all going to be dog portraits. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. So, Babyface P, that's how you follow him. And what about you, Avery? Skip Tactical Solutions. So you can find me at skipstacticalsolutions.com, which would link you to all of my sites. But I'm more active on Instagram, which is at Skip Tactical Solutions and my Facebook page. And I have a private Facebook group as well. And I have a podcast, which is Skip Tactical Solutions. And I would love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. Awesome. Oh, awesome. Channel, Got it. Okay. Solutions. Yeah. Follow. Hit me. Okay, cool. Hit me up on Facebook. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll get you into some some groups that I'm on on Facebook Absolutely. as well. And uh, by the way, it was great having you on. So we would love to have you come back on here. Um, also, we're all in Florida. We should set up something where we get together and do some shooting. Mm-hmm. You need to train Absolutely. Hank and I so we're not as yeah. terrible. As yeah, we train me. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm an open vessel for training. Me and Lola are going to go out and shoot. That's it. That's exactly oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I know what you guys are going to do. You're going to go shop. Low stress. <laughs> yeah. We're going to shop. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Either one is good. We're open to it. But thanks for coming on, Avery. We really appreciate it. Um, I want to thank everyone in the chats. Lot, uh, lots of good questions and everything out there. I want to remind everyone, if you're not subscribed, subscribe right now. Subscribe and ring the bell. That's how you get notified. Please make sure you follow Skip's Tactical Solutions. Avery out there, tell her that you heard about her from us so that we can get our proper recognition and credit. <laughs> and we'll see you guys tomorrow. It's Valentine's Day. It's going to be a good show because my Valentine's going to be here. And that's you guys because I love you. And I'm sweet and and romantic like that, right? <laughs> Where are you? <I> <laughs> Peace. Bye.